0: I had this JavaScript thing that keeps interfering with my show. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak.
1: It's Thursday, April 25th, 2013. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, Episode 507.
2: This is no agenda
1: radicalizing citizens for five years and counting. From the Travis Heights hideout where SoCo meets MoFo in Austin, Texas. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam
0: Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley where it's gloomy, I'm John C. Dvorak. And it's Craig and Buzzkill. In the morning.
1: <laughs> you know, I, w- I w- wasn't going to mention it, but uh, how about that weather? What weather? The weather we've been having.
0: Well, you're in Texas. I don't know what your weather's like there.
1: It's the same. It's the same idea as your weather. Normally, this being gloomy? the end, it's not gloomy, but it's uh, it's chilly, and uh, we've had rain the past couple of days. This is the global cooling that I've been telling
0: everybody about. Oh, It's the rain stick. <laughs> well, you the run rain... it out again last show. Yeah, hold on
1: a second. Let's let's see if we can continue. I'm really enjoying it. I want to. It's this is really nice. This is really nice cool you know we can sit outside without burning up there you go a little more rain and and everything is really nice and green and luscious it's perfect but
0: yes oh whoops oh i think i damaged the rain stick
1: well, that could be bad
0: breaking news breaking news
1: oh hold on a second breaking news we go over to john cdvorak john what are you learning
0: a dead bomber name found in terrorism database.
1: <laughs> wow! Wow! For some reason,
0: I'm, for some reason I, when I heard that story, I I was I envisioned myself talking to Joe Engo. <laughs> really? I, I'm the supervisor. I'm saying, hey, Joe. Um, Hey, the uh, CIA say they uh, got yeah. this guy's name in their database. Can we yeah. put his name in our database without anybody noticing? Can we
1: just? Can you just like slide that record can over? Can you
0: change the timestamp? I can make it, but if anyone had a printout <laughs> of the old database, they would know. I no, love. I, no one's got a printout of the old database. Can you just get it in there so we can get the press release finished? <laughs> put it in the database, and then we'll say we have it in the database because I know that's what they did.
1: You don't have it. Um- you don't, um, you're not using the, the appropriate language. Uh, the, uh Lucy Napolitano, she, she's got all the, the jargon down when she talks about this stuff. Have you heard any of this?
0: Oh, no. Was your department aware of his travels to Russia and, uh...
1: By the way, it's Russia. Russia! <laughs> the, the Soviet Republic of
3: Russia.
0: If you weren't, uh, the reason...
3: The travel in two thousand and twelve that you're you're referring to. Um,
4: uh, yes, uh, the uh, system pinged when he was uh, leaving the
0: United States.
1: <laughs> it pinged. The system pinged. She doesn't
0: know how to use a computer. She doesn't know anything. So she says ping. You know
1: what makes me crazy? So my my wife goes to amsterdam and is rejected returning to the country because of you know like uh, some technicality in dates on uh, an otherwise perfectly legal exit and entry into the united states
0: while well, well, married to an american
1: while well, married to an american citizen born and raised and these guys like oh it was well here it is actually here's the continuation um, uh, by the time he
3: returned, all investigations uh, had been the matter had been closed.
1: Yeah, so, just, if as long as you're gone long enough, which apparently is a year, then all investigations are closed. You know, you get a little ping. But it, but, she, but it did ping. It pinged. It pinged. That pinged. that is that's the technical term. It pinged. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, may I welcome you to your <clears throat> wait a minute, I'm just different. Welcome to your biweekly path to better mental health a fuller life and exciting and fulfilling sexual relations this is the no agenda podcast that's nice yeah i think uh, i think we need to uh, remind people the reason they are are listening to this show is for their mental health do you know that actually I called one of our producers today, uh, this, uh, in between called Sunday? A, one of our, pro- yes. Hey, is Curry. <laughs> curry here. What? <laughs> no, it, uh. Did I do something wrong? No, I call uh, one of our producers, executive producers, sent me an email and uh, he works with, uh, with services in Colorado. Um, he he works with he's an uh, um, you know emergency services uh, technician, and uh, he says you know he was he, the email I got John was like like oh my god the guy's on the ledge I better call him quick. Um, he, you know he was really bummed out because it, you know the, the way his colleagues now these are you know the heroes of America of course. In Colorado. The, well, you know who uh, you know uh, do stuff on the streets of uh, of Colorado. You know, pick up uh, broken pieces of people and put out fires and do all kinds of stuff like this. And they're all like, "Yeah, let's lynch that guy, kill that, but then, then stupid turkish, let's, let's kill I him, let's kill him." I ran into
0: that lynch mob on the Twitch show. Oh, dude,
1: and this is it's dude, dude. Tell me about it. So I I I had to turn it off because I I was hurting for you. <laughs> I I, I, I lynch really, mob. It's it's crazy. So you know, right after that show, I'm looking at.
0: Uh, oh, I got. Well, I should mention some of the tweets that came in too. Which I blo- <laughs> yeah. by the way, people they they send me a tweet like that. They they're blocked. They're blocked. I mean, yeah, they're of course,
1: obviously. It's the last, tweet you, right. last so, tweet you ever said Last tweet you ever said. I
0: lost all respect for Dvorak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what we need a jingle. John reads his tweets. Oh, no.
0: And that's the respect. Uh, that's <laughs> the all? Respect. I checked the guy out. He's not even following me. How much respect do I have? Uh, what else? At the real, dot com, uh, that the real Dvorak is the Twitter thing. Anyway, no, that's it. That's all I have to say. Oh, cause, it, was, it was amusing.
1: Because, um, like, once a week... Um, I'll go through my uh, Facebook account just to see what's going on, and you know, and, which is usually depressing, mainly because there's this MTV alumni group, which uh, you know anyone who worked at MTV it's a closed group apparently, so you know you can only post or read if you're a member of the group. And whenever I look at that group, it's like, oh, R.I.P. this guy, or you know, oh that director died, or you know, the camera guy you know died of cancer. Like I hate Facebook. <laughs> it's, it's dead.
0: Book. It's the update on who's dead.
1: It really, I mean, I actually posted in. Uh, you know, I dead re-
0: Facebook.
1: No, I, I posted in there. I said, you know, I hate this place. It's only about who's dead. I'm turning it into a dead bull, Deadpool. And there's and there's what the audio engineer at MTV has emphysema. So I called him out and I said, you're next. My money's on you, shithead. You're gonna die. <laughs> oh, next. great. Now, he's, Good one. Now, he he Jeez. he appreciates that. He, I, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's my boy. Anyway. So uh, let me just read a couple of uh, postings. Here's one. And these are from people who I um, know personally. Uh, Anyone against the death penalty for the terrorist in Boston really needs to come to grips with reality and lay off the bleeding heart shit. This guy needs to be put to death.
0: And then the next one, this is from... By the way, the death penalty is off the table in Massachusetts. Yes. nuts whether yeah. these people realize yeah. that or not. Yeah. But that's another story.
1: And, uh, and this is the, a woman. The media is referring to the degenerate responsible for the Boston bombings as the suspect. Not quite accurate, is it? Where exactly is the suspicion? How about scum, delinquent, thug, wretch, <laughs> oh, miscreant? God. I could go
0: on! Really? This is somebody posting this?
1: This is someone I know. <laughs> Both of these people. These you are people. better
0: re-examine your friends.
1: I'm, I'm unfri- well, I, can't, I can't unfriend these people because then i miss all the goodies. And you, oh, this is the, That's the, horrible. These, just, but, it, yeah. I mean, it's really... It's really it's like the American way. It's really and quite... Actually,
0: I think lynch mobs are the American way when it comes down to it.
1: Well, it's, it's our history. It's our culture it really is but here here's so this I, I mean obviously i have a million interesting clips because regardless of you know regardless of what happened or how it happened what the crisis quote unquote is being used for is really is really the the cool part of everything that's 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 the only i mean it it makes no sense to do all this investigative work please people stop sending me you know, links to pictures of hats and caps and backpacks and and <laughs> circles I, and arrows, yeah, you know, please. No, please.
0: Love. My doesn't... wife Mimi is <laughs> she's into on it. board with all those things. <laughs> <laughs> so she's always calling me out, so I'm trying to cook something, and she gives me a call because she's up in Washington right yeah. now, and she goes, right. do you think there was a fake... Of- bodies were all and look and there's this website they show the pictures and she's going i said who cares i said yeah, this may exactly. or may not be true or could the, the pictures in the website may be phonied up for all you know the yeah. whole thing could be could be double you don't know you don't, mean, know you don't
1: know you don't know so, so we're so, nowhere near the place so now on on cnn all morning they've you know now we've got the mom you know who and she looks just like her you know she's russian she got you know russian accent gr- she speaks english you got a you know a head scarf on, just the way you'd expect from a babushka. So uh, let's just presume it's really the mom, and she's all on board of this uh, with you know, with the with the crisis actor tip, which is fantastic. You the pictures. I haven't.
4: There are people in Boston who
5: want to know why, and they believe they did this. Mm. They believe that.
0: You know, I I saw a very very interesting uh video last night that the the marathon was something like a really
6: um
0: uh, big play <laughs> there is like paint in instead of blood like it is made
7: up
1: something
5: you really believe that I know
0: it's for
1: well, you to believe what the- Now, uh, did you see this interview? Have you heard the the mother, any of this talk? No, she- and
0: I'm still wondering how she's... Her English is actually quite credible yes. for someone who yes. doesn't even live in this country.
1: Yes. Well, so I'm going to take the position that this is now being brought to the foreground. And there's a lot of this, you know, oh, conspiracy theorists are crazy, they're nuts. I'm I'm going... I'm they're going. all crazy, they're nuts. Well, check this out. This is... Um, uh, this is this is so. This is so. Emma- you're doing
0: meta on this. You're oh yeah. Meta.
1: No, I'm going above it. This is this a is meta meta. whole oh. oh yeah. So um, chat room. You should be you should be logged in via a proxy server because every single one of you is a target and a suspect. You're. Well, I, I am. And I. I am. I am radicalizing you, <laughs> in the thought in in actual thinking. It's radical thinking that I am propagating upon you. Now this is MSNBC. And it's and listen to the turn that that this conversation takes and where it leads, and um, and of course they bring up the seed guy, but it's quite interesting to they you have the what guy Alex Jones, ah uh, yeah but but
0: see, well, I could have referred to Glenn Beck,
1: well okay it could have been any but you know he any look, of the seed guys Glenn Beck is too mainstream you see it's got to be crazy thinking. Crazy Uh, stuff. Okay, so listen to this. To your point about the internet, almost. Your point about the internet, by the way, this is all about radicalization on the internet. 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 Oh,
6: the internet! Every homegrown Al Qaeda-inspired extremist that we've seen in the United States over the past five to six years. How long has our show been on the air? hmm,
1: I ask you, five six six years? years, Yes. Has
6: really been affected quite significantly by English-speaking extremist um, preachers online.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. The most notable one is—they call me the Pod Father. I, you know, I'm just saying. Zawahiri, but there are others throughout the world. And learning how to build the bombs,
6: um, kind of being being attracted to this really virulent ideology, which so skews Islam, is is relatively common. And I think uh, it, magazines put out by organizations like Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, a magazine
1: known as, known as Inspire. I think I have read that magazine, John. And by I, the way. Yes.
0: This magazine—they're pushing this. They're pushing, <laughs> they're pushing the magazine.
1: Yeah, they're promoting magazine. Totally
0: convince the magazine is <laughs> a honeypot. But
1: uh, we have read the magazine. I've 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 read passages to and, my radicalized and, and,
0: public. And, and might I ask you? Yes. Why do not they refer to uh, Anwar Al Awaki as the late?
1: <laughs> Don't you
0: think they should show some late, respect for yeah. the dead? <laughs> the As the late Anwar Alawaki once said on the internet.
1: <laughs> the late. The the late. They, they could, or they could just say the droned. That would be okay.
0: Drone would
1: be good. Droned, yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's continue. In other places that you can learn to make these bombs, this. Re- oh yeah, uh, uh, like the anarchist cookbook, like Abby Hoffman. Steal this book. I mean, there's plenty of places you can learn to make these bombs. oh really
6: is the path that many homegrown extremists have taken, and oh, unfortunately, yeah. we've seen it again. I would guess.
1: Enjoy today. The other motivational element. now. Listen to Joy. Element added to the mix was the American invasion of Afghanistan and then Iraq.
3: Right, and we also learned that the older brother. Um, was a devotee of the Alex Jones website and conspiracy theory InfoWars.
1: I like it how she says the Alex Jones website and conspiracy theory InfoWars.
0: I like the way what his name calls it. It's Iraq. What oh, yeah. He no, say? He's,
1: yeah he, he's, he's not on board with the program. He's not, he doesn't no, he's know. So now listen. Now so, so there's the seed guy. Now she takes it all the way to us.
3: So you have this combination of sort of radical ideology, increasing religiosity.
0: Religiosity. Do you have? Have you ever heard of this religiosity and radical? Okay, have you ever, go on? Let it roll.
1: Does religi—is that a word? Religiosity.
0: Yeah. Really. Yes.
1: Okay.
3: Right. Increasing religiosity, but also buying into a lot of conspiracy theories. 9-11 truth apparently was a part of the mix. So, uh, yeah, it's not just what... How about moon landing? ...sites that are put out by terrorists overseas or, you know, terror organizations overseas. It's also conspiracy theorizing right here in the U.S. Hell so it is yeah. a pretty scary combination. That's oh. a scary
1: combination. That's right. That's conspiracy theorizing and religiosity in the U.S. of Azo's. That's me.
0: Trutherism. Trutherism is a new one. <laughs> trutherism.
1: Trutherisms.
0: Truth-er-ism. That one, with Bertherism. It's like dude, Trutherism. That means it's like a political movement.
1: It is. A trutherism is now. It's. It's. It's a religiosity. Truther. It's a re- <laughs> religiosity uh, political movement. And here's Mad Cow with the same thing. Sandy Hook shootings.
3: Now, of course, those same people fomenting those crazy conspiracy theories are also trying to sell the idea that the Boston Marathon bombing did not happen.
1: Now, this is before the mother came out, when she made these statements.
3: Or if the Boston Marathon bombing did happen... It was done by the government. It's an elaborate hoax to make us believe that we were attacked when really we weren't attacked. It was our government doing it to us. That's right. It's all part of the way the government controls us or something. That's right. Yes. Uh, To be clear, I'm not talking about family members of the bombing suspects saying we believe. because they were on their way. If our family members are innocent, that's a whole different thing. What I'm talking about is full-blown American conspiracy theories that the U.S. government itself bombed the Boston Marathon.
1: Pick me up now. I'm ready to go. Where's my striped outfit? Go get him, boys. Where's my orange suit? Knock on the door. Bust it down. (laughs) Where's my orange jumpsuit? I'm telling you. Get him him (laughs) out of here.
0: Mr. Adam Curry. Open up the door, Mr. Curry. Now.
2: Mr.
5: D. C. Vorak.
0: Open up the door, Jebediah. Now. (laughs)
1: Jebediah. You know, the guy who produced that is so cool. He actually took the effort to put my... Um, my open up the door skewed left channel, and your open up the door skewed right channel. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's really good.
0: So, does the so, clock have to be such a hick?
1: So there, is, you know. Now it's kind of weird if you're if you're looking for some motivation. And let me just uh, play into uh, Rachel's uh, idea that my uh, religiosity is to uh, trutherism. You all. Um, so in February of this year. We uh, saw something... And we discussed it on the show. I remember a clearly. And... Uh, hold on, I'm bringing this up here. Um, there's a new department... That uh, was... Uh, or actually a uh, working group... Started by the president. Um, the Working Group to Counter Online Radicalization to Violence in the United States. And they released uh, a fact sheet... Countering online radicalization fact sheet. Uh and the guy who runs this, by the way, is is um kind of he's kind of under the radar. I'm not quite sure. His name is Quinton Wickrow Wick witch Yeah. And uh, I don't- I doubt it. He's, he's written a couple of books about uh, Islam and radicalization. Quinton, Q-U-I-N-T-A-N. Q-U-I-N-T-A-N. What kind of a name is that? Well, exactly. Um, Quinton. Quinton. Quintan. Oh, Quintan. Uh, so here's the fact sheet. A starting point. This is a starting point to tackle the threat of violent extremism use of the Internet's. Adopting an internet safety approach and related tools is key. But the Interagency Working Group to Counter Online Radicalization to Violence, better known as the Iwagwagshkar, will be charged with considering additional efforts as appropriate. Of course, protecting freedom of speech. But addressing the threat, violent extremists use the internet to recruit and radicalize Americans to commit acts of violence. Fact! We have seen attacks over the, over the last several years in which consumption of propaganda over and communication through the internet played a role in the radicalization of the attacker. This is all we need. We need one guy to say, I was in the no agenda chat room and uh, I I was like, then I was like, I got to go let something off, man. (laughs) The federal government will work to make communities more resilient to these messages of hate by raising awareness and providing tools Informed and resilient communities are our nation's first and best line of defense against terrorism. I think we're actually doing a good job of that if you really look at it objectively. Yeah, if you're objective. Objectively, um, so this uh, this working group now has uh, a real job to do because this is totally the web way it's web page. This is totally the way it's being spun. Is web that this? Page. They got a web page, yeah, they do. Uh,
0: they even a bu- there's a bunch of web pages countering violent extremism. They're all over the place. Listen There's to one um, on the WhiteHouse.gov. There's one here on DHS. Oh, I know. They're all this international is, partnerships.
1: Oh yeah. This is a, oh, this is another push. So not only do we need more money because still, for some reason, with all of the tens- more money
0: because two boneheads <laughs> dropped a crappy <laughs> like a in, it, uh, never mind.
1: You mean a weapon of mass destruction? John. Oh yes.
0: I'm sorry. A, a pot. No, no, it's... Uh, it's Now is a weapon of mass destruction.
1: Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked. Here's the definition according to 18 U.S.C. 232A, U.S. Code. Weapon of mass destruction, determination, and definition. The term weapon of mass destruction means... A, any destructive device as defined in section 921 of this title, and B... Any weapon that is designed or intended to cause death or serious bodily injury through the release, dissemination, or impact of toxic or poisonous chemicals or their precursors. So I can, uh, go down the list here. You know, it can be a bomb, a grenade, a rocket, a missile, a mine, any device similar wait, to wait, any. Wait. So a
0: hand grenade? Oh, no, it gets so better. You're in a war. No, no, it gets, it gets better. It gets
1: better. It gets better. It gets better. If you really read this, the, the law, Any cylinder, any container with more than one quarter ounce of black gunpowder is defined by the U.S. law as a weapon of mass destruction, which I think is pretty much a firecracker.
0: Uh, Cherry bomb, probably.
1: Cherry bomb, yeah.
0: Firecrackers, not so much. I don't think it's a quarter ounce. A
1: quarter ounce. So so it, it says here, so it's any
0: Well, actually, there was no real gunpowder used, as far as I can tell. That was just all fireworks goop, which is not really gunpowder, specifically.
1: Um, it, well, it, here it says, uh, the term destructive devices means any explosive, incendiary, or poison, gas, bomb, grenade, rocket, having a propellant charge of more than four ounces, missile having an explosive or incendiary charge of more than one quarter ounce, a mine or device similar to any of the devices described in the preceding clauses.
0: So, any- so they've redefined weapon of mass destruction to mean a quarter ounce yes, a, of black a powder. Black powder.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: And, and nobody says anything. That, that nobody blinks an eye at this. No. Why would you? Because the, <laughs> a weapon of mass destruction, and you can disagree if you, if you want to, uh, always implied to me or inferred one yeah. of the two, that it was a, a nuke. Yes.
1: Or or a chemical weapon, which I... Or at least
0: something, at least a a blockbuster, some kind of a massive product that would, like, do mass destruction. Now, do you call blowing up a garbage can... A weapon of... Oh, this was... Uh, Mass destruction? Is that defined as mass destruction? The garbage can blew up.
1: This has been defined as a...
0: It it means every kid who blows up mailboxes now... Yes. ...in in rural South Dakota will be uh, arrested for using a weapon of mass destruction.
1: So just take the letters IED and replace them with WMD and add some L-M-N-O-P and you're good to go. This... We. This is why this program is so good, because I just have to laugh about this, because this is the real, whether you think your government is plotting against you and blowing up citizens and planting bombs is one thing. This is real terror. This is actual terrorizing of citizens by doing this kind of stuff, by changing the rules uh, and and not telling anybody. This only shows up in the Federal Register, by the way. This is... There's there's no other place this... You know, this is never discussed. Ever is this discussed. Oh, and by the way, uh, we need... This is another uh, twit twit irksome thing for you. Uh, Of course... uh, the states have it all wrong and the states have to, you know, they got to start adhering to federal law and federal law should, of course, trump state law. Boy, the, uh, the
6: fireworks stuff, that's a, uh, you know, this stuff is legal in New Hampshire. It's illegal in Massachusetts. It's very common there. You drive up over the New Hampshire border, you grab this stuff uh, and and you bring it back. And uh, the question is, is this where they got the totality of the uh, gunpowder that they used uh, f- for this uh,
0: bomb? Gun making. Powder, uh, idiot. But the gunpowder, yeah.
6: But the different state law Laws, making different things easier to obtain here than there are part of what this story is about.
1: That's a part of what this story is about. Okay, it, thank that, you. He's right. Yeah, he's right. that's what. That's part of what the story is now about. Yes, difficulty
3: of tracking. Uh, you know, you've talked on the show about the the, the tagend issue and not being able to necessarily trace where gunpowder comes from, and just sort of the mundane uh items that they were able to put together. Apparently, by just going online and figuring out how to make such deadly, destructive weapons, they didn't have to obtain some sophisticated equipment. A lot of this was stuff that was relatively easy to obtain. I think that's another issue that we have to look at. But as you said, we have disparate state laws. It's very difficult to police something. When each law, each state makes its own laws. That's
1: right, crazy ass states, stupid states. We can't be having this. We can't have this state thing. States
0: make their own laws.
1: This is no good. So, um, when you're listening to this program, and we we received an email, and you responded to it, uh, John, a rare response that you copied me on at least. Someone who said, "You know, I can't listen to your show anymore." I, in fact, let me read it. Read, yeah, read that and read your response. And I'd like to jump in and say something about that. Well, no,
0: my response was, "You know." Well, it, re- 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 read the kind of email
1: first. Now, read guy. the email first. Read the email.
0: Yeah, well, let me get it. It's in, the, it's in the pile of papers that I printed out. You
1: print? I love the it. I, the fact that you print out emails is just sorry. So, what? That's awesome. No, I love that you do that.
0: Did I print stuff out? Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Yes, I have to. It's easier than fooling around on the internets. Um, and this is, I, I he, I, he didn't say once his name mentioned, but I, I'll just say we'll just use his first name. Uh, Garrett. Hi guys. I stopped listening to the show a couple of months ago since I couldn't take all of the media assassination. It's all valid of course, but just like the daily show, there was so much material and clips covering how stupid the media is that I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Your thesis on how people feel sick when lied to by the media is probably correct. I think the problem is that uh, no agenda features and replays all these clips of douchebag news anchors lying to me on, a, on a huge, in a huge dose. I'd rather no agenda focus on actual events, legislation, which we do, by the way, hitting me in the mouth with clips of politicians and witnesses. We do that, too. And to avoid clips of idiot news anchors altogether, sincerely, Garrett X. Uh, now, I send a note back saying, you know, this is one of the reasons I can't watch the John Stewart show. I, re- I didn't realize until he mentioned it uh, for more than a couple of months that I had to stop watching it because it, it gets to me. Mm-hmm. And the same way, it's just like, okay, uh, OK, it doesn't work after a while. And you, you're just kind of sick of it. And I told him that I think this will be the end. This will be the death knell of the show. Yes. This problem.
1: Yes. So, what now, I,
0: now, on the other hand, which I didn't go into because I didn't want to write a long note, we do try to keep it light and humorous. I mean, it's, it's more, it's an entertaining show. We don't do it with the dour craziness of the MSNBC people who are wringing their hands over every little thing that goes on. We don't do that. Uh, we, and we have, you know, we try to keep it light and we try not to get people all worked up and, and fretting and I think we do a decent job but apparently not.
1: Well, what I what I would like to say is there's two things you can do. One is um don't listen and don't watch television and paint. And that by the way is my advice. My advice is to c- completely cut off all of this from the world. Cook, garden, paint, do pottery, you will live a long, a long, and healthy life. Do not listen to any of this. If, however, you have a social life, you have family, you have kids, if you're not, you know, living uh, in seclusion, then you probably can do a combo and listen to us, you know, and and we'll filter it for you. So when you get one of these numbskulls that says "kill him" or whatever. Then you know and, and by the way, don't respond to them. Forget about it. In this case, responding is not the is not the way to go. The posse will turn on you and the and you will be lynched. <laughs> you will be by, lynched by, one. by proxy. That's true. Yes, yeah, seriously, don't do that. But this will make so these people are very ill. When when they get to this level um of of indoctrination, these people are ill. They really it's it's sickening. Um, and and I have two very specific examples. Actually, here's um, listen to this news report. Uh, this is when uh, Boston was, and you did a good job of of bringing this up on 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 Twitter, John. I, I heard you do it, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he's doing that. And you even said that I was giving you shit for doing no agenda material on that show. But they, but it's their own fault. And it's a great promo for the, the show. They're the ones that brought it up. I, I, I know. Just, I know. I, I, go I know. On that show
0: to talk about tech. I know. So. I know.
1: I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm not giving you any crap for it. Um. But for the for the entire city of Boston to be shut down at great expense to find one bleeding, as it now appears, unarmed kid uh, was, of course, crazy. Listen and to the. By the
0: way, I mentioned. Let me mention mm-hmm. that in the discussion when Leo got all worked up. Oh yeah, they had bombs. They were shooting at her. I said the guy in the boat. I doubt if he had a gun. And he went, "Oh, yeah, it was low. It was there was an exchange of you an exchange of shots." (laughs) Yeah. And now the Washington Post shows the guy didn't have any. Had no weapon at all.
1: all. No weapon. No nothing.
0: And they were, and they find. Did you ever see the the shots of the helicopter showing the the cops pelleting that poor boat? Yeah, yeah. They're firing in this guy's boat. You know, he's (laughs) never going to get compensated (laughs) for that.
1: No, there's a fund. the The one fund Boston will pay for it. They've already raised twenty five million dollars. I don't worry about that guy he's cool. Uh but listen to the terrorizing terrorizing and listen to the the words the reporter uses in this little snippet of a report from uh, the the door-to-door house-to-house manhunt.
0: A dramatic scene played out in front of our cameras. Parents grabbing their children and
4: running after spending the night hunkering in their houses and then finding themselves face to face with the muzzle of a SWAT officer's rifle.
1: How awesome is that people? Long live America.
8: It's a little stressful. It was a little stressful seeing these guys <laughs> yeah. uh, big guns and you're holding your daughter in your arms, but um, they're, they're doing the right thing. Uh, you know
0: yeah, oh, I'm doing the right thing. Don't, don't do the it. Right do the right thing by sticking a gun in my daughter's
1: face. now hold on now, now wait for it listen to the news report We're trying to secure the neighborhood each time the
0: SWAT team would rescue a family
1: rescue a family you what? got rescued citizen yeah each time uh, they would rescue it's called rescue now when you go in and you stick a, 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 a an automatic or semi-automatic rifle into your children's faces and tell them to get out That's called a rescue.
4: uh, You know, they're trying to secure the neighborhood. Each time the SWAT team would rescue a family at the point
0: of a gun, they would rush in.
1: It's literally saying it. Rescue at the point of
0: a (laughs) a gun. The SWAT team would rescue a family at the point of a gun. They
4: would rush into the home in an armored line, guns at the ready, in case the suspect was hiding inside. And each time they cleared out a resident... They did it with a force that reflected the uncertainty of not knowing who was a friend and who was a foe.
1: I love it. Rescued at the end of a gun. <laughs> this is crazy.
0: knowing yeah, who's a friend and who's a foe. Crazy. And and those guys are those guys who had so much body armor on.
1: Oh, it, that's funny you say that because it's ludicrous. This reminded me of a uh, a quote from our president. Uh, just recently, who said? Because we, what did we see on the, what did we see on the street? What, what, what were the cops? What would it look like?
0: It looked like the military, and that deserves a vote in Congress because weapons of war have no place on our streets.
1: Yeah, unless it's uh, the government, then it's okay. He
0: said it. Yeah, weapons that's a of war that's have a great clip. weapons of that's war, a, almost clip of the day just out of the blue because you dropped it like a bomb. Yeah,
1: weapons uh, of war have no place on our streets except when it's the police. And I guess the uh, the Fourth Amendment doesn't count all those
0: armored vehicles too. let's not forget those. Yeah, And,
1: and you know, you, just in case, don't you have the right to say, uh, no, you can't come into my house without a search warrant? I mean, I know why you wouldn't do it because you might get over rescued.
0: He might get a res- rescued by, by a bullet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, he got rescued from himself with this 9 millimeter. Oops. Now, there's more craziness to this. I mean, if you, if you want crazy, then you want to have... Uh, you want to bring in the elites in the conversation. Not just the, the numbskulls on CNN. And Jake Tapper, by the way, looks really uncomfortable with all this. Poor Jake. He messed up something over there at ABC. I think he did something wrong with election night, or he he did something wrong. That's why he got fired. Because this was not like this is not a move up in your career. Okay, going from ABC Network News to CNN. This is not a
0: no, not at all. This is
1: not a move up. And of course,
0: like a move to Siberia.
1: Yeah. So he's you know he's but he's kind of top dog because he has the credentials. But he's looking very uncomfortable with all of this. He, he really, really is. So you bring in the elites, you know, to, to give it a little more cred, uh, like Charlie Rose, of course, because, you know, now we're on our national treasure. And you bring in David Remnick. You know who David Remnick is?
0: Yeah, I do, but I can't think of him. Uh, I
1: family. think he's uh, from the New Yorker. I, I don't know if he's an editor or. I actually he, may have met him. You, uh, pfft, totally seems like a guy you'd have a, a Chardonnay with at a party. You yeah me, me. Uh, so listen listen to this guy bring it all all full circle
8: i think a, a, a domestic question that has to be asked is how do kids like that get guns yeah that's what i've always wanted
1: how do kids like that get guns which they didn't have in the boat <laughs> yeah, that's what i've always wanted to do where are they getting
8: sidearms from where are they getting where are they getting pistols from it's not to me and i don't want to politicize Wait, what kids act is he talking about t- he's talking
1: about these two kids they're not kids. No, no. They're, they're adults. They're
8: kids to him. Terrorism. But it's, okay. it is worth remarking upon, <laughs> worth remarking upon, in that within a week's time, of a very, very, very weak um, gun control bill gets defeated, in effect defeated in the Senate. We see yet another act, which might have been a hell of a lot more difficult to pull off with effective gun control.
1: so good good work bring it all around to gun control and more rules and regulations and then Charlie Rose has
0: wait a minute how did you even
1: make that turn the
0: guys are bombers
1: No, no but they had guns in the shootout you see
0: we don't even know that they've never found a gun it's it's
1: irrelevant to... This is all... What happened is irrelevant, John. We, we already established that 10 minutes ago. It doesn't matter what happened. It's what takes place now that is interesting to me. So we have Philip Mudd.
0: I've never met this guy. I'm looking at his picture.
1: No. So Philip Mudd is also on a Charlie Rose show. He's the former deputy director of national security for the FBI, former deputy director of counterterrorism center for the CIA. This is a real muckety-muck. And this guy is is pretty much the biggest asshole I have seen on television in a long time. What's his name? Philip Mudd, M-U-D-D. Mud. Mudd, yeah. <laughs> Good name, no, really? right? Good name. So he is uh, a career uh, spook who actually turned down... Uh, it was I, I guess the government wasn't evil enough for this guy.
0: Oh, yeah, this guy looks like an evil guy.
1: In fact, uh, I'll play them, I'll let me play them out of order. Here's where Rose is asking him about the fact that he turned down a, a job in government. Listen to this.
4: Yeah, that's a little bit of what happened in the movie Zero Dark Thirty, isn't it? I didn't see it. Why not? Well, I will not see it. Why not? Because it, gives, because it gives Americans the sense that this is what their security services do. As I understand, it's sort of people sitting around rooms kicking around detainees. That is unacceptable. It's not what we did. And the perception among Americans that there is some rogue security service out there that does not operate at the direction of the Congress and the White House, elected American officials, and under the law established by the Congress and interpreted by the Department of Justice, I did not live in that world.
1: Yeah, pretty much goes count- Honor to everything we know,
4: they told us what to do.
0: We tried to execute it as best we could.
1: No, oh, yes, we are just following so, so orders. Telling,
0: so this guy is saying, I guess he doesn't watch the kind of hearings we watch or, or <laughs> no, some of the meetings. He's the just following those. Just following orders. Hayden, the guy who was the head of torture, and two other guys discussing this, and Hayden being, of course, the head of the CIA at the time, mm-hmm. discussing the whole. Yeah, we situation we, we played and that. how it operated in a very calm manner and then this guy this guy doesn't seem like he seems like a an outsider to me who's just making a he's like a like a phony.
1: Well, listen okay, so now I'll go back to the beginning where he's talking about uh, what he so? What he believes these uh, the the bomber the marathon men a uh, new meme. What the marathon men were all about telling
4: us that we went from ideologically motivated people who had a whole architecture to build global terrorism, to two brothers who could do a basic attack and then went out to party afterwards because they didn't know how to get out and told people they'd done it. That's right. Okay, there are lots of questions that come out of this.
0: One motive. What's your yeah. what's your judgment about motive?
1: Motive. Now this is very
0: interesting. By, by the way. Yeah. We don't know that they told anybody they. Didn't.
1: No, we don't know anything. But this is the story that's being built by PBS. PBS, your national treasure, your public tele, your public broadcast system, the truth, the shining beacon of light.
4: My judgment is what they say is not necessarily what I believe. They're going to talk about a broader goal, a broader jihadi goal, for example, which is evidently what the, the younger brother says.
1: This is, uh, he's got the script, though, John. He, he knows what's coming.
4: I'm suspicious about this. The reason is, first, he doesn't have much of an ideological background. Second, in these cases, these kids know they've done something heinous. They want to explain that they did it for a higher good. I think in some ways the explanation is much simpler, especially if you contrast it. To what we saw with ideologically motivated terrorists 12 years ago, and that is, two kids are pissed off. They may be disenfranchised. They may have had a bad experience at school. They may not have friends, and they say, "Look, we want to do something." This tactic of terrorism is the tactic of the 21st century. It's the way to go. And there's a
1: just- It's the Twitter of terrorism. I'm telling you, this is great. Let's hey, this is this is what we should be doing. All the cool kids are doing it. for doing, and that is,
4: we think our religion is under siege. I don't necessarily think these are real jihadi terrorists. I think they're angry kids
1: now that was that to me was interesting he said i don't think they're real jihadi terrorists what could that mean this guy is not by the way fbi he's ex-cia counterintelligence and i think he's yelling at other agencies for him to say these are not real jihadis what what does that mean exactly at
4: what Angry, for example, that their inability to find a place in American culture. Angry maybe that they don't have great friends. They may have some vague religious notions. But their youth, one of whom is 19 years old and his big brother said, let's go do it. I, I've said before, I think in some ways, psychologically, this has characteristics of Columbine as much as it has characteristic of, characteristics of al-Qaeda. One.
1: <clears throat> so I, 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 I hadn't paid much attention to what he was saying there until I heard joe biden speak did you hear joe biden at the um uh, at the memorial service what he said no it, go okay well f- uh, this is a two-parter john because we'll also play drunk or not drunk, drunk. drunk, or not drunk. are you you can answer at any time is joe drunk or not drunk i
7: get asked like my colleagues almost every day
1: <laughs> <Drunk>. Yes, yes. <laughs> congratulations. And he's very drunk actually. And he's so drunk that he gives away part of the script, I think.
7: Since nine yeah. eleven. Why? Uh. Why?
1: He's hammered, John, I'm telling you. He's there's like drool coming out of his mouth.
7: Why? This terrorist phenomenon of the late twenty, the 21st, the beginning of the 21st century. He's
1: saying the exact same thing as that guy just said. This terror phenomenon, the Twitter of terror. Why? Why?
7: People say to me, for they surely know they can never defeat us. They can never overthrow us. They can never occupy us. So why? Why? Whether it's al-Qaeda central out of the Fatah... Or two twisted, perverted, cowardly knockoff jihadis.
1: Knockoff jihadis. Knockoff jihadis.
7: Keep playing. Here in Boston, why do they do what they do? I've thought about it a lot. (laughs) Because I deal with it a lot. <laughs> and I've come to the conclusion, which is not unique to me, but I do it they do it to instill fear. fear
1: Fair. Fair to have
7: us <laughs> in the name of our safety and security jettison what we value most and the world most valuable values about us. What? Our open society. Oh. <laughs> our system of justice that guarantees freedom.
1: I think he smoked some weed, too, before he had the booze.
0: He's got something. He's got chemicals in him. Oh, yeah. The success of all Americans
7: to opportunity, the free flow of information and people across this country, our transparency. (laughs) That's their target. Oh. The moment we change, the moment... We look inward the moment we get in a crouch and our defensive. That's the moment when they win. <laughs> what, me, what makes me so proud of this great state and the city of Boston and Cambridge and all those involved and the students on this campus. What makes me so proud to be an American is that we have not yielded to our fears. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Except we stay in house in our house and wait for the government to put a, a gun in our face and say it's okay.
0: He's, they don't, rescue no, us. No, they don't say it's okay. They say, get out.
1: <laughs> and no, no. I'm, we're saying it's okay. They're just oh, here no, to rescue us. They're just here to rescue us.
0: We have not
7: compromised our values.
1: <laughs> He's high.
7: We have not weakened our constitutional guarantees. At all.
1: Whatsoever. Like, Fourth Amendment. Just let us come in on this manhunt that's not weakening anything
7: we have not closed our borders
1: i think the louder you yell the more true it becomes joe try that
7: oh we have suffered no we are grieving Whoa. but we are not bending no we will not yield to fear no we will not hunker down we will not be intimidated <laughs> When they the world... Tra- down in the houses.
1: That's <laughs> exa- exactly what we were doing. Exactly.
7: Great towers were taken down oh. on that horrible day. Uh, the cynic said, we will never build another one. Really we built one taller.
1: We did? What, we built one taller? What did we Is build
0: this... Tall? I think it's got a, a, a stick at the top. Oh,
1: it it's a- got a taller stick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: An absolute defiance... Took ten years.
1: When Bin Laden <laughs> Except for the mountain the mosque. <laughs> struck. Bin Laden for those
7: who said we'll never follow him. We okay, said we'll f- enough.
1: Yeah.
0: Drunk. Here, let me let me get Hold on. Some, the, some, 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 some. Yeah. Drunk. Some alternate clips.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I do have an important reveal though, but I'm happy to uh, detour. Save
0: the reveal till the after ha- these clips. Happy are
1: done. to detour, yes.
0: Um I decided to catch the A B C
1: very good. That's where the Ryan
0: mo- Ross stuff. Mm-hmm. And no- essentially, it was all piling on, and I have uh, four clips, including one. We actually might. Have went, I'll play the clips in, in kind of an order, but I do want to present one earlier or before, which is the Rand Corporation guy comes on. Uh, again, it's an ABC thing, and he. And this is during the uh, period where the kid is being interrogated. Nobody really knows anything except some guy comes walks out once or once says, "Wow, what he told us was this," which could all be bull crap. And we enough. know. Oh, sorry, we know the police departments. You know, aren't the most accurate in telling us what's going on. They just make themselves look good. So this guy, this Rand Corporation guy, I'm listening to this as the guy is is actually revealing the script.
1: And so this is ABC, which we know, fact is fact. compromised. Uh, the yeah. news director of ABC is married to top Obama uh, right. advisor. It's all in the same. Family. And the Rand Corporation, well, and
0: it's run by Disney.
1: Yeah, there you go. It's the most magical place on earth.
0: So this guy who doesn't really know anything. This, this, the, 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 the entire, the entire episode <coughs> is yet to be perfectly deconstructed or even uh, outlined by the police in any official way. But when you listen to this guy, it's as if he knows all this stuff, and I'm, I'm just like I'm flabbergasted by what he says as the offic- as an official. Word of an, an analyst who has looked at everything and has now has decided to give his opinion.
1: Can you before I play? Can you just what uh, what does the Rand Corporation do? What they're a nonprofit, I believe. The it's Rand Corporation. It's a think tank.
0: Okay. They use. They to- work with the government.
2: An Al Qaeda internet description of how to make a pressure cooker bomb. <laughs> Seth Jones, a counter-terror expert at the RAND Corporation, has analyzed the marathon attack and how it was pulled off.
8: They ad-libbed part of it and made some decisions on a few elements of the bomb making. But what's different about this is they took a very simple recipe and... um, and then targeted uh, the the Boston Marathon.
2: And why the
8: marathon? Because, officials say, it was there,
2: essentially, and easy. Not long in the planning, either.
8: It does appear, though, that the younger brother um, had not become involved until later in the process, perhaps a week or so before the actual attack.
2: Jones says the brothers seem to have been inspired by the internet preachings of Anwar al-Awlaki, the charismatic American-born al-Qaeda jihadist who has been dead now for more than a year and a half.
8: The older brother appeared to be the more radicalized of the two and was the one that drove both the need to conduct the attack as well as the preparation. Stop, stop
0: for a second. How does he know any of this? Yeah,
1: oh, exactly. exactly. How did
0: they know that he was watching Al-Waqa? How did they know it was a week before that he decided to join his brother? This, this is all... Bull crap. This is a script or or, or a ridiculous supposition that shouldn't be on the air. And then Brian Ross fills in the blanks with his voiceover that comes in every so often. <laughs> yeah. with, and by the way, they like to they like to make the explosion sound quite a bit. Can you on.
1: can you promise me something? If I die before you do, could you make sure that they always say the charismatic Adam Curry? Because I really <laughs> I really like that. That's that's nice. Or
0: how, b- how about once charismatic? Because you'd be dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I think the. Mm, the ever, just ever charismatic. Okay. You can be ever even though you're dead.
2: At a jihadist who has been dead now for more than a year and a half.
8: The older brother appeared to be the more radicalized of the two and was the one that drove both the need to conduct the attack as well as the preparation for the attack themselves that is, building the bombs.
2: And as to what drove 26-year-old Tamerlan, officials say his younger brother claims it was hatred
8: of America. He may have been angry at other things about the status of his life, but he increasingly turned to Salafi jihadism, was radicalized because, among other things, of uh, U.S. foreign policy decisions overseas, and that um, especially Afghanistan and Iraq.
1: So this, too, this was, a, he, they, he's saying there were knockoffs. I guess, yeah. This this is the official script, yeah. The well, knockoff. this is all
0: to push the agenda, which you can hear. Let's play the regular series of clips, which I call piling on the dead guy, and and, you, and, and it's it's Brian Ross again who. Uh, Essentially is reading the script on what, what we should be And he's got the memes in there Let's, okay, be, which let's play one? Piling on the Dead guy uh, Just to okay, got it. What the younger brother is
2: reported to be saying Is consistent with what we heard in their neighborhood About the older brother Tamerlan And his disgust with things American and Christian
1: He said that the Bible
5: is a cheap copy of the Quran. He said that the, um, most American wars are excused with the
2: Bible It also emerged today that there might be a possible link To an unsolved murder two years ago Local prosecutors said Monday, given Tamerlan's violent nature, they are now investigating whether Tamerlan was involved in the brutal murder of three young men, one of whom was his roommate. The three were found with their throats slashed, covered in marijuana and cash. Federal agents have also been looking closely at the six-month trip Tamerlan took last year to Russia, at a time that rebel groups there carried out a number of violent attacks. As ABC's Kirat Radhia discovered in the Dagestan region.
6: Just last year alone, Dagestan lost 115 police officers in nearly 300 terror attacks. Just two years ago, this street was obliterated by a car bomb.
1: I think this guy also uh, administered the doping to Lance Armstrong. I think that was his <laughs> he, he, his doing.
0: I didn't know about the Dagestan stuff, but it's interesting. They're, you know, piling on. That's why I call it piling on because, you know, now the guy hates Christians, the Bible sucks, and all these kinds of, you know, and you know guys will go on, you know you're going to go out in the street and just pick somebody up. You know this guy? Uh, Where where are you from? I'm from ABC Network News. Oh, yeah. No, I know him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you, yeah. he, uh, he do you think that he hated vegetarians? hates Christians. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. No, no. You you say. You, by the way, I've had this happen to me. I've done certain uh, things on certain networks, and they they tell you, look, look. We we're not doing an interview here. You're supposed to say it. This is what well, you learn this once. You don't have to be told to yeah. a second time. Yeah. So they want you. They they'll hint around. Say, well, they'll hint around by saying something, and you say. You, but now you say it in a sentence and yeah. put it in your own words. Yeah. I was telling you this will actually
1: They'll actually tell you. In fact, I used, to be, I used to work at MTV, I think. I can't remember. so long ago. Um, and I would always be so embarrassed when I'd be doing an, uh, an interview, and you'd have this a-hole producer standing right off the side who would also be responsible for editing the piece, or or their own, which had nothing to do with the interview. They were going to do it for, like, a news package or whatever. And so, you know, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking to a, uh, you know, a celebrity, a huge star. And then the producer will interrupt and say, Oh, um, excuse me. Could you, um, just give that answer again, exactly like that, but started off with the question? I'm like, are you a fucking asshole? Would you like fuck off? It's like the, the rude. And of course, the celebrity goes, sure, I'll do that. No problem. So when you ask me about how the band came
0: together. Exactly, well, and, and you have to imagine the public is just as susceptible to this p- process of manipulation. Yes.
1: As a celebrity, absolutely.
0: Yeah, probably more so, because yeah. they want to be on ABC Network. Yep. So, anyway, onward. Is yes. that the end of that part Yes,
1: of that clip? yeah, yeah you've you got three more, so I'm ready. I, I'm well, waiting yeah,
0: for my... Yeah, uh, clip, two where, where they start discussing the, the meme of self-radicalization, which the ABC is really pushing.
2: But according to officials, Chechnya had nothing to do with the marathon attack in the view of the younger brother. It doesn't, at this point, appear to be a Chechnya thing. Neighbors in Cambridge say Tamerlan was a changed man when he returned to the U.S. from Russia, swearing off tobacco and alcohol, linking to extremist jihadist videos, and saying, (laughs) I don't have any American friends. I don't understand them.
8: I would characterize it as uh, as really self-radicalization. I mean, these are individuals who may have some connections overseas, but the primary... uh, Radicalization is in places like the United States
0: so i I well, no now here's here's no. a, here's a there's a little catch in here that I don't think you'd notice right away. He said oh it's got nothing to do with Chechnya. They made a big deal about that, even though Because that meme came up and started yeah. floating around the the public domain no, no, they they, had they, they pushed that, they it. pushed
1: that to Dagestan they moved it yes, away from chechnya nothing
0: to do, so that way we don't have to cooperate with the Russians, yes. This is a Russian thing. You say, you know, if you say, oh, God, you know, the Russians have been bitching about these Chechens forever, and now well, we're going to have to help them.
1: No, we don't want that. We but, don't want that. Dagestan, by the way, is it? In, I looked this up last, you know, on the last show. There are quite a number of pipelines coming, <laughs> Russian pipelines going through Dagestan.
0: Yeah, 300 attacks. There and, you have
1: it. And it would be very convenient if, and it's all near Georgia, which we own pretty much right now. You know, George George W. Bush International Airport. Um, you know, we so we own that whole region, so it could be very convenient if we had that little extra piece. Um, you know, not that it's gonna happen, but if if that I think there's multiple factions at play now. Everyone's like, Fuck Dagestan, dude, let's get in there. Let's go, hype it up, hype it up. Let me get in. We got pipelines, we're gonna divert the oil off to Georgia, can't go up north. No, it's good, we gotta take it. I think that we finished um, Rubicon, by the way. Oh. Yes. Um, Makes total, total sense. And they had a self, you know, and I'll spoiler alert. Okay, that's enough. Um, You know, they have a guy who self-radicalized... And, you know, the whole thesis there is pretty much it's no agenda. It's a group of guys, you know, big captains of industry. And for 25, 30 years, they're manipulating world events to profit off of it, either through military industrial complex or through Wall Street uh, or through, you know, many ways. And they actually own a company that, uh, that feeds false information into the intelligence system and, of course, subsequently into the media. Uh, no wonder the show never got renewed. It's like you can you can't, <laughs> have, can't have a show Somebody with the, in the
0: intelligence community looked at this and said
1: no yeah. way. No way this is not going to be on let's the air.
0: That guy, let's see who's dude, who's producing it. Just give him some money. Yeah. Don't
1: stop. Go away. Stuff. Go away, go away you showrunner you. Go so anyway, away. Yeah.
0: Okay, piling on the dead guy finale has got a couple of memes in it.
1: Okay.
0: Factory.
2: Hours after the younger brother talked to federal agents, authorities swarmed an area behind a Cambridge drugstore where the brother's father used to repair cars. Yeah. With no known link so far to al-Qaeda or Chechnyan rebels, officials believe they are dealing
8: with a new, equally dangerous trend, the Internet-trained terrorist. And this is now kind of the al-Qaeda modus operandi now, not, not relying only on operatives. But trying to get people to do it, to self-radicalize, and to build their own bombs without having to come to a training camp in Pakistan
0: or Yemen or other locations.
1: We desperately need AQ on on the on the PC. We need no the what?
0: A- I'm sorry, I couldn't hear it because the garbage truck's outside dumping garbage. Oh, what'd you say?
1: We need AQ AQ at the PC. Al-Qaeda.
0: On, the PC.
1: Al- al-qaeda on the podcast is what we need we need the we need we need an al-qaeda podcast to radicalize everybody in fact we are the al-qaeda of podcast no we're not we are totally here i'm going to self-radicalize right now yeah
0: okay you, you, this gag of yours is not funny um and that's not self-radicalizing it's something else oh i'm
1: sorry i, I misunderstood
0: uh, can I okay, play my anyway, reveal? So we have the uh, there's one more clip here. <laughs> but the, by the way, you're the one that had the first clip of this. It was last show of the Hello? Hello?
1: Oh no. Oh no. That was it. I I I made I made a joke on one I made one too many jokes about Terror, self-radicalization, Al Qaeda on the podcast, and that's it. We're done. Good night, everybody. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> this week in Al Qaeda, that's a good one, Thorne. <laughs> like, hey, everybody, welcome to Twack, Twiak,
7: <laughs>
1: Twiak. <laughs> wow. Well, so was it really? You sure it was a garbage truck, huh, John? Mm-hmm. A garbage truck, sure. All right. Well, this is taking longer than usual, so let me see what we can do. Hello? Hey. Did uh, did you get a, an upgrade for a better Skype experience?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? now I had an, uh, a, a power outage. Oh, really? Oh, this... Did, okay. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Coincidence? I think not.
1: Right. By the way, uh, welcome back, everybody, to TWIAC, This Week in Al-Qaeda. I'm Adam Curry.
0: So, uh, and I'm Leo Laporte. (laughs) So, uh, you mentioned this last uh, show, you had a good clip where somebody started bringing this meme in. So, we can assume this meme's in play, Uh which is the... Internet, you know, uh, Al Qaeda in a box, Al Qaeda on the internet, or whatever. Exactly, we have to go getting this. The internet's a big threat.
1: Exactly, of course. So, well, and this is this is why we also have this, you know, this new uh, working group to counter online radicalization, which was set up in February. Yeah, you know, so the timing is all kind of right. Oh, yeah,
0: coincidence. Yeah,
1: yeah, the timing is right. Do you have anything else, or can I play my big Well, reveals? let's just
0: play the, just for the meme fest, the beginning of all this bull crap on ABC is this one, Brian Ross prelim piling yeah. on meme fest.
2: In the hours before Jahar Zernayev was charged with the crime that could lead to the death penalty, authorities tell ABC News the 19-year-old accused terrorist revealed the why and the how of the deadly bomb attacks. And for all the power of the two explosions, for all the dramatic gunfights, and for all the indications of well-trained terrorist techniques, the younger brother reportedly (laughs) told agents, according to the authorities, it was almost entirely done from the internet, homegrown, with no direction from overseas.
1: (laughs) Uh, Who needs directions overseas when you've got the no agenda show notes? I mean, seriously. (coughs) So... Um, you made a very good point, and the point you make is that everyone is saying all these things, all these facts, and, and Brian Ross, actually, I think he said, we heard from the authorities who spoke to the guys who might have known someone else, <laughs> who heard, who heard from the younger kid, even though he can't talk, that this is what he said. So, for, throughout the week, um, and I was running around, running a couple errands, um, and so I was listening to our national uh, treasure, NPR, I keep hearing that uh, there is actual video evidence of these bombers, the marathon men, uh, putting down their backpacks, walking away. The explosion goes off. They don't flinch. They keep walking. Yet what's weird is that... By the
0: way, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen
1: this? Where is the video?
0: That's what I'd like to know. I've never seen this video but everyone says, this guy's clearly not paying attention.
1: So let's listen to the governor of Massachusetts. Is there anything on the videotape that maybe the public hasn't seen about his reaction that was particularly telling that movie investigation along? Well, the
6: the videotape uh, is not something I've seen. It's been described to me uh, in my briefings. Uh, but it does uh, seem to uh, to be pretty clear that um, that uh, uh, this suspect took the backpack uh, off, put it down, um, did not react when the first uh, uh, explosion uh, went off, and uh, and then moved away uh, from the backpack in time for the second uh, explosion. So pretty uh, uh, pretty clear um, about his uh, his involvement, and pretty chilling, frankly. Uh, As it was described to
0: me. So. Wait wait a minute. Let me get this straight. I didn't get it. This is is the clip of the day.
1: Thank you. Let me take it right now. I was waiting for that.
0: Clip of the day. He Uh, has uh, not seen the tape. I haven't seen it, but it was described to me, and it's terrible what happened. It's
1: chilling. Oh, it's chilling, John. Chilling. And he's stuttering throughout the whole thing because he's been. It's it's been described to him. No, no. Shall I tell you something? This guy is actually not a douchebag he is fr- he is afraid for his life.
0: that could be But uh, the point it seems to me that what the normal person says, the following, which is what you would do, I would do, well, I haven't seen it, but it was described in some manner, but I can't comment on it I've never seen it. right Everyone, I don't know, somebody's describing i can't I, I don't know why they wouldn't show it to me that's another that's what you really should
1: say <clears throat> well, what I've heard is uh, I've heard people say, "Well, no, of course they can't show that. Why? The, oh, because it would taint the jury pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the jury pool—they're ready to lynch the guy. Yeah, no, I,
1: I know. But the the governor of Massachusetts, who shut down the entire uh, city based upon this evidence, this evidence has not seen the video. We've been uh, we've been flooded with the video of these guys walking around, just walking around. Oh, look—he's got a white hat. But we're, and, and it's backwards but we 're not allowed to see this, and everyone I hear well you know i haven 't seen the video, but you know but it exists it 's true it 's real don 't ask any questions it 's real it 's all real, so that to me is is the damning the evidence you 're looking for yeah uh, so th- um, this was kind of funny, drunk or drunk not uh, drunk or drunk not <laughs> i 'm drunk drunk or not drunk uh you can 't hear it in the tape, but she is drunk in the the rest of the interview Diane Sawyer uh, interviews uh, uh George W Bush and uh, Laura Bush for the opening of the uh, the Bush uh library and um and listen to words matter man and this guy oh, I miss him I, I really <laughs> I miss him
3: I would do want to get right to the news of this week sure for some sure. of the Americans the terrorism in Boston yeah, yeah
1: now listen to the stumble and the correction of and what you tell me what word he was going to use
3: people have wondered if it took you right back to 9/11 when you heard it well at first uh,
8: you know I was deeply concerned uh, that um, there might have been a organized plot uh, I don't know all the facts I don't think we all know all the facts but I was deeply concerned that uh, this could have been um, uh, you know another cons- uh,
1: organized, highly organized
8: conspiracy. attack on it. The- he was
1: going <laughs> to say conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't he say Why did he pull back the word conspiracy? I don't know. Yeah, Because he's used to conspiracies, like the 9-11 trutherism conspiracy. That's why. This guy's a douche. He's the douche. All right, let's, uh, let's thank our uh, executive producers, because we're very late on thanking them uh, because of uh, all of this stuff.
0: Uh, okay, but first, in the morning my to you. Jo- went down. And I didn't <laughs> reopen my email. That's all right. I want to talk a little bit just uh-huh. to you. I just want to say hi, hello, Adam Curry. Yes,
1: hello, and in the morning to you, John C. Dvorak, and, and In
0: the morning to you, and in the morning to all the ships at sea, boots on the ground, feet in the air, subs in the water, and all the dames and knights out there.
1: Yes, and our baronets, our barons, our earls, our dukes, our grand dukes, our viscounts, and of course. Uh, our sheriffs and uh, hello there in the morning to you in the chat room noagenda stream dot net and uh, mr oil uh, void zero uh, sir gitmo slave is it open yet are you ready how much more do i have to do well
0: first i have to uh, the funny thing is that uh besides the mail program running particularly slow i had this javascript thing that keeps interfering with my show coming up asked me if i want to upgrade uh that and then i didn't ask me if i want to upgrade the uh, the uh adobe thing what is that called (laughs) flash yes and and of course it doesn't work anyway after you upgrade it
1: (laughs) flash (laughs) is such a bug
0: (laughs) but anyway we do have a few people to thank
1: oh gee there you go it's open (laughs) ladies and gentlemen way to go okay
0: uh, first, starting with Chris Jacob, Sir Chris, to you uh, in San Francisco, California, who I believe becomes a Baron. I sent him a note asking him if he wants a barony yes, somewhere.
1: Yes, I, I think he become that. Uh, in the yes. morning,
0: Alpha Charlie and Juliet, Charlie De- Delta, Sir Chris here. It will be my third knighthood, and I was wondering if I could trouble you for some karma in the midst of all the war on guns, ammo crazy, which you might imagine. BullseyeUSA.com. My firearm stores and training centers are right in the middle of it. My wife was struck by a truck oh, while crap. jogging. Oh no. Thankfully, she's on the mend, but we could use all the help we can get. Keep fighting the good fight and keep up the great work.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's horrible. I didn't know about that. I've known Chris for 20 years. (laughs) And you could have called, Chris. Anyway, definitely. Here's karma. Thank you for the support of the show. You've got karma. And I'm sure if you need anything uh, there in uh, the People's Republic, we can get it to you. Find a track and run around it. What is going on outside? Hold on a second. They're doing something weird. Let me listen. Oh, really? What? Leaf blowers. Oh,
0: I can't hear it. Michael O'Grady in Augusta, Georgia. He'll be our executive producer for show uh, 507. And and here's Michael O'Grady. He's also in uh, Augusta, Georgia at 88888, which completes his knighthood. And he'll be executive producer for this show. Hail, lords of the asymptomatically infinite truth. Um. During a brief visit to the city of Sin, I discovered the National Association of Broadcasters was in town, wanting a little more more excitement than the typical casino crowds, and Mrs. Reverend and I decided to take a trip to Club Sapphire. The wonderful club off the main strip was apparently hosting an event for NAB members. The (laughs) coverage charge calculated with sales and entertainment taxes came out to be exactly $33 per person. Coincidence? Hey, wait a
1: minute. Isn't Sapphire Club a strip club?
0: Regardless of the numerology, the Mrs. Reverend and I treated one another to various vigorous lap dances <laughs> from the entertainers. Uh, because of this event, I am treating myself to a knighthood. I should be just over the qualifying amount. The deliciously bicurious curious Mrs. Reverend also approves of Miss Mickey saying, That's right, sugar. Any damn time she wants to. <laughs> oh, I just got a visual. <laughs> as a reverend and a knight, I request my lords of no agenda at the title of Knight Paladin... <laughs> Uh, should I be so deserving? If not, I then I humbly accept the title of Knight Reverend. Give him Knight Paladin. Knight Paladin. is a good one. I'm going
1: to put that in right now. That's
0: funny. And then uh, wrapping up, our executive producer will be uh, Random Hillbilly, Sir Random Hillbilly in Elkins, West Virginia, 33333. I believe I qualify for knighthood, but I refuse to join a group that would have me. I told my wife I would give up on hookers and blow, so I'm headed back to the Adderall and weed. <laughs> great work, John, and the keep up the whining, Adam. <laughs> Hey. Peter Aaronson in San Francisco, California becomes an associate executive producer, and a night is finally completes my donations for. for Oh, I'm sorry, Heather. I said, "Write it wrong." Uh, Heather. Heather, Hello, Heather. Heather.
1: Heather. Hello. This Heather. Is
0: finally completes my donations for Dame Hood. Puts me over by 33 cents. I'd like a long-haired, heavy metal guys and scotch, please.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Well, I got to put that in the, on the list. I got to write this one down because I won't remember it the first long-haired, time around.
0: Long-haired, heavy metal guys long-haired. and scotch.
1: I like that. That's a good one. Okay.
0: You guys have changed my life uh, oh. and how I view the world. And I thank you for that, Heather. KK6, uh, <laughs> Ku Klux 6. No. Looney, K- cuckoo.
1: K- <laughs> kilo, kilo, 6. Charlie Lima, kilo. That's how we do it on this show. 73s we don't, to we you. We don't do the old, old Jonathan guy stuff. Rose,
0: Netanya, someplace or other. Uh, 220, Al Habaker, Hebrew for in the morning. Oh, we need that on our list. Boker I sold tov. some some crap on eBay in order to donate. I would have donated sooner, but the bastards at PayPal kept your money for three weeks before you letting you use it. What? He's, I think he's in Israel. Al boker uh, Netanya. I think maybe in
1: Israel. I I it he, back. He, I, stop I Boker tov. Erev tov.
0: And Alexander Basketball Academy, finally the LLC out there in Mount Airy, Maryland, two hundred dollars, and the basketball academy says. It is awesome.
1: That's right, and I do want to point out
0: donors for show. Five oh seven, five oh eight's coming up this Sunday. We want to encourage people to continue with their support by going to dvorak. org/na, uh, channeldvorak. com/na, and channel. Uh, I'm sorry, not channel dvorak. I did that one, but uh, noagendashow. show.com and click on the donate button. There's also the donation page has been edited a little bit, so you might want to check it out. I'd again.
1: also like to uh, point out that I forwarded to you the exact email from our uh, knight paladin. Which included the pictures of the bicuri- the deliciously bicurious Mrs. Yeah, no, I,
0: I get those pictures. And what'd you think? Uh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, hell yeah. Dvorak.org <laughs> <dot> <laughs> slash N A. Hey, hey, go out, hit someone in the mouth. Our formula is this we go out, we
8: hit people in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
5: what?
1: Anna and I also want to thank Martin J.J. for the fabulous artwork he provided uh, for us on episode 506. Noagendaartgenerator.com is where you can submit your artwork and where you can see all of the art that has ever been produced for the No Agenda show. Uh, sometimes also known as... The
2: best podcast in the universe!
1: That is a fact. 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 Uh, let's see. Um, I had a couple, there are a couple of things, actually...
0: You want to take a little? You want to take a little humor break?
1: Yeah, sure. What you got, big boy?
0: So this guy's a new anchor in West Virginia. Your old stomping That's grounds. Right, yeah. I don't know if you got to see this or not, uh, this, but I apparently I think the guy has uh, Tourette's. That would be my guess. Oh
1: well, I'm I'm an uh, expert at this. Oh, this is this was all over the news. This is the guy who swore on the. I want to play air.
0: it. It's very funny. If it's
1: like it's like everyone saw it.
0: Play it. Dreams in Motion organization has a fun time for the disabled. A deadly avalanche kills five in Colorado. You're watching The Evening Sunday on NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in high definition.
1: Gay fucking shit.
4: Good evening, I'm Van <laughs> Chu. You may Good have gay. seen our newest AJ on NBC North Dakota News, and he'll be joining the weekend news team as my co anchor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ.
0: Um. Thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from the East Coast.
1: Okay, well, welcome aboard, AJ. Yeah, you know, this was a promotion, and a very sad promotion at that. Uh, This guy has now been on the Today Show. He's been, you know, he's going to be on Letterman. He's all over the place. This is just, you know, it's like, yeah, this is not humorous, because it wasn't funny the first thousand times I saw it. (laughs) However... Um I do have a I have uh well here we go uh, of course, we also saw this happen. It was
6: a really bizarre turn of events today, starting at about 1.07 p.m. Here's the tweet that the AP account put out at that minute. It said, breaking two explosions in the White House and Barack Obama is injured. That was a fake report as a result of a hack attack against the AP Twitter account. But it set off this reaction in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, as you see from the chart, a huge spike down on that uh, news, down about 143 points at the bottom and then bouncing right back up all of that happening within the space of about three minutes and by sheer coincidence the white house briefing was set to start and by tradition the ap reporter gets the first question from the uh white house
1: okay uh now i heard you (coughs) on that other little podcast you've got this week this week in money and um and this this, this week in stocks or whatever and uh, so you know, what you two guys were saying is, oh, it's all automatic trading. And, you know, they, uh, you had this theory that the computers are scanning and then, oh, we no, get. No, no,
0: it wasn't my theory. It was uh, Horowitz was talking about it. And I heard <clears throat> Don't make
1: me play any clips from that show because. You can
0: play the clips if you want, but I never heard this <sighs> before. This incident, by okay. the way, it was seven minutes.
1: So let me say, I believe one of two things was happening here. One coordinated, complete coordinated effort, and someone made a hundred million dollars real quick, real easy. Uh, I do not believe for a second that computers are scanning AP <clears throat> tweets, and if it says if if it says bomb White House, Obama injured, that then you know there's a sell order on everything. and And if that's true, then I'd love to see what was sold. What you know? What stocks made the Dow tank? Was it just Dow? Was it just futures in Dow, or was it the actual underlying securities? No, the
0: underlying stocks are what make the right.
1: so, Dow go so, okay. up. Okay, so I'd like to see what they were and what was sold off and who did the selling in our incredibly transparent market. Uh, I think that someone made just made a bundle of cash, coordinated effort, and not a single person even thinks to consider that that could be true.
0: No, it's. There's being looked into as we speak. No, okay,
1: not by this week in stocks.
0: No, by the SEC.
1: But more importantly, this was, of course, clearly a movie promotion.
5: If you are just tuning in, we are going to breaking news out of Washington.
2: Again, this is a developing story. There has been an explosion.
4: Absolutely shocking.
1: Officials searching for answers as to who, what, or why did... You're also getting unconfirmed reports of explosions. A so this, of course, is White House Down, uh, the big uh, movie. Uh, the previous one was intended, uh, you know, was promoted through the North Korea, which, by the way, is all over. No problem. North Korea, back to the way they were. Everything's cool. No missiles. No threat. No worries. No, no missiles. And no income. discussion whatsoever. None whatsoever. Now it's White House Down, which is a big one because it's got some really, really big stars in this. And it is about <clears throat> the White House being bombed. Uh, so all we need next is, uh, I think the next ploy will be Air Force One being shot at. That that will be the next uh, the next little bit there. Is that in the movie? <clears throat> it's in the in the trailer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, then and
1: and it. of course, there's the third theory that uh, analysts. I mean, here's here. So if the computers were programmed this way to think that Joe Biden would be our acting president, yeah, that would crash the market. I think that is very possible, but no one really thought of that either. No, instead, instead, uh, we discovered the Ryson guy, uh, was really just, uh, really was just an Elvis impersonator.
0: <laughs> well, here's Which my is, favorite no, thing about the Rice story.
1: Right, let me let me play the clip first. In 24 hours... Because it's also a movie. It's also a promotion.
2: Years ago, Paul Kevin Curtis stood accused of sending poison letters to President Obama and U.S. Senator Roger Wicker. But this morning, the Elvis impersonator from
4: Mississippi is a free man. I would like to move on with my life and find uh, out what normal is again.
2: <laughs> Curtis was released after investigators said searches of his home and car turned up no traces of ricin or the ingredients needed to make it. When you've been charged with something,
4: you've you've never heard of ricin or whatever. I thought they said rice, so I
0: said I don't even eat rice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think this also was a a promotion.
0: And what was this before? Oh, uh, well...
1: The very day after the arrest for Rice's. This is
7: the end, my friend. It's a roller coaster ride to hell. We are
0: here shooting, sadly, the final season. That's right. <laughs> we're shooting a pretty wild scene between him and I. And.
1: and you're- Do you know what it is yet?
0: No. We're going to love it. As you can see, we're in the White House. Not the White House, but. A
1: White House and action. Breaking Bad, the season finale is going to be so incredible. And I even called it. I said, "Why Rison? it Because Breaking Bad is like all of a sudden everyone's heard of Rison because it was a major storyline. And here it was is. It? N- yes, new season. Fin- the final, final, final season of Breaking Bad. The day after the Rison guys arrested, and no one had even, no one even thinks about Rison.
0: Well, no one would have thought about that connection. Uh, well, I found the most interesting thing was the if you go back and and, and revisit the Diane Sawyer uh, piece, because mm-hmm. I'm assuming this guy wasn't in on the gag, or no, as no. it were, he wasn't no. in on the conspiracy. No, he was just some dumb schmuck that got busted, and then they got to make fun of him. Because well, it's he cool one, yeah. It's one when there's Elvis involved. It's, it it so makes So the Rice and Bomber irony with Sawyer. Okay.
3: A man accused of sending those letters laced with poison to the president and a senator was in court today. And tonight, strange new details emerging. He is said to be an Elvis impersonator obsessed with conspiracy theories. Oh!
0: oh. <laughs> I cracked up. It's Radicalized. Up. Now what's he going to be like?
1: So. Oh. Hey, he
0: should be listening to our show.
1: Yeah, really. He, 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 what he should be uh he should be front and center. He should be our mascot. He
0: could do some jingles for us with the Elvis <laughs> voice. I guess
1: he's on all the news channels. Right. And I okay. see him, well, I'm going to do Randy Travis, which is basically him doing Elvis with the Randy <laughs> Travis <laughs> lyrics. It's like I'm going to do Bon Jovi, which is basically him doing Bon Jovi sounding like Elvis. I mean, it's... It, 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 yeah, he's it, an Elvis guy. It's funny. The guy's very funny. I like him a lot. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry that had to happen to you.
0: And by the way, I think there was a there's another element to this that we're missing, which is that the the prelude to this whole thing was the guys writing nasty notes to Congress. Yeah. He's, st- he's telling people to stop writing nasty notes <laughs> to your senators, your corrupt Congress.
1: Yeah. And also he was signing them as, you know, I'm what's his name? Casey Curtis and I approve this message. That was his his handle.
0: I approve this. Message.
1: I'm like, well, OK, dude. Hey, by the way, the, um, the White House Down movie, um, th- so they've taken a Lincoln quote, and this is kind of the, the whole premise of the movie, at least of the trailer, and the quote is, <clears throat> America will never be destroyed from the outside if we falter and lose our... Actually, I should, I should present it the way... They don't actually read that. The, the, that first part is not on the trailer. It's this. If we falter and lose our freedoms... <laughs> It will be because we destroyed ourselves. That's a really weird quote.
0: That is a weird quote.
1: Which you know kind of falls into the whole radicalization, and we're going to destroy our own country. And I, and, uh, I looked it up, I and mean, I presume that it's true that Lincoln said, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. I, I guess that's his quote.
0: Well, he must have been referring to the breakup of the uh, the war between the states, rather than any sort of thing we're dealing. Yeah, with Yeah, not
1: terror. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, <clears throat> but I do have some proof that that it, you know that we're in big trouble. I got an email from the Shills' wife, D. Yeah, yeah, D. Yeah. I don't think she's ever sent me an email. Okay. Have you ever received an email from her? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like a nice one. Well, it's just something like, what is it, Eric? You should something to get Eric for his birthday or something.
1: Oh, okay. And, and I said, can I read this on the air? She said, yeah, this is, you should definitely do this. Uh, in talking to my mother the other day, she re- related to me what my 16-year-old niece is learning in public high school. My niece said, quote, we're learning about birth defects in science. My mother asked, you mean like thal?". Th- uh, th- 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 Thalidom- easy for you to say. Yeah, thalidomide and such? What's thalidomide?
0: Thalidomide birth defects.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, my mother asked, you mean like thalidomide and such? My niece had never heard of, of that in her science class, which was learning about birth defects. So my mother explained. Then my niece went on to describe what she is learning in public high school science class. Quote, we're learning how ADHD is a birth defect and how to get disability benefits because of it. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. Of course I can so believe So in it. science class, they're teaching how attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is a birth defect and how you can get disability benefits because of it. And Adderall, by the way, which is, which is one of the things that they prescribe for that.
0: We're doomed. Well, so they've finally given the kids practical information. <laughs> We're doomed.
1: <laughs> We're really doomed. I'd like to hear from some more educators. Uh, I'm sure we have some, uh, some, science, uh, some science educators around. If we around.
0: solicited all the kids out there that listen to the show, the oh. kids by that, I mean anyone under 18 that may still be in high school, to just give us some anecdotes of some of the idiocies that they're, that they're given, we'd, be, we'd do another show. We'd do a Tuesday show.
1: Okay. Well, start sending it in, fellows.
0: And by the way, I still need a sling box <laughs> someplace in Europe. <laughs> where you have we- anywhere i just need to get on this on the europe broadcast i thought, I
1: thought you had one or two you don't have no I would.
0: mr oil's got a got a slingbox in london but it doesn't work on it, on any of the known software that i can get hold of it that says it doesn't he says he can get it but he's running some really old code i'm sure uh, of it mm. that you get because he's got like the original slingbox and they don't support it anymore mm. Mm. Have to go some of the send him a slingbox i mm. guess
1: what is this uh, fido alliance have you heard of this no. Yeah, so I, I was watching um, I was watching Bloomberg, and uh, the guy – actually, I, I can play the clip that – I'll play the clip in a second. So the CEO of PayPal was on, and uh, I thought it was interesting because he was talking about Bitcoins. Here's a 30-second clip, but that's not really what I wanted to ask you about. Left field question. Sure. Bitcoin, uh-huh. virtual currencies, what yes. do you make of that? So I've been spending a lot of time looking at it sure and it's yes. truly
6: fascinating actually the, the way that the currency has been designed and the way that
5: uh, you know, inflation is built in to pay for miners and yes. all of that is truly fascinating um, oh. and I think you know, for us at PayPal it's just a question of uh, whether Bitcoin <laughs> will make its way to PayPal as a funding instrument or not and, uh, and you know, we're kind of, uh,
4: uh, of thinking about it. Right? I, I guess it's like, like, yeah, yeah, like no. the rest no. of us. Yeah,
1: like the rest of us exactly um, not here by the way so he talks about this Fido thing and I'm like what is Fido and he's all it's all like hyped up about you know this is what we're doing it's the future forget the password John forget the password is the Fido moniker which you can find at fidoalliance.org and this does not sound like a good thing um, I'm sorry forget the passwords is their slogan. The Fido Alliance founders um, is Lenovo, knock-knock, PayPal, Validity, Infinion, Agnidio, whatever, uh, but uh, Google's on board. So they want to do biometric uh, authentication, which I don't think is a very good thing.
0: Well, you know, first of all, this was attempted, I believe, let me see, I'm trying to think of the year when it was really popular. It was... Probably in the late 90s. And, in fact, I still have a laptop that has a little thing on the bottom.
1: Yes, I have thumb. one of those somewhere, too, that has a little, you know, you, you roll your, your finger over there, Yeah,
0: there yeah right. Finger. right. And this became a huge, I think it was still during the Comdex era, uh, it was a huge, oh, everybody's going to do this. And they had biometrics was everywhere. And they, they if you we went to the show, it was like you couldn't turn a corner and it wasn't biometrics. You went to interop biometrics. Bi- and this lasted for about two and a half years and it never caught on. And I, this is just a, it seems to me to be another attempt at it. And it just doesn't catch on. And there's a couple of reasons. One, it doesn't work that well. Right. Two, uh, you have a situation. I think this is the big one. You have a situation. You're on your notebook or you, or you give your notebook to your wife and, yeah, she, tries she calls to boot you. She, okay. Hey, honey, I'm here in Boston. I can't <laughs> believe this. What's the password so I can get on your notebook? Yeah. Oh, uh, you're going to have to chop my finger off. To get <laughs> out- <laughs> pull, pull, pull my finger, bitch. So it's like uh, <laughs> it's impractical.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I, th- I have a feeling the government is going to start pushing this. That it's they're gonna- not going to help. Okay. Uh, well, Google has joined. Nowhere. Right, but Google has joined the, uh, according to the MIT Technology Review, uh, Google has joined the 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 uh, the initiative the alliance.
0: They can all join it. It's not going to be. People are going to have this problem with. Okay, so I'm on the road now and I've i yeah. forgot something. on so right. my computer. And so, hey JC, can you go up to my office and then boot the <laughs> machine and then get this all? You know, again, no, yeah. he can't get on under any circumstances because even though he's in the family, I mean, the whole thing is bad.
1: All right, so since we're in the... So what's
0: wrong with a password? Oh, somebody's going to hack my Google Plus account.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, no, of course, we're talking about cyber attacks on critical infrastructure, like your porn account. I mean, you want to talk a problem with that. So let me ask you a question. Currently in uh, California, what is the price of uh, regular uh, automobile petrol? about well, I more use or less
0: premium i don't pay much attention uh,
1: premium is fine too it doesn't matter premium is all good all right it
0: varies right now from four, from $3.99 to $4 and uh, i think 15 cents okay how much is diesel diesel is always a little higher why because they reformulated it about i don't know 5 or 6 years ago to this low sulfur diesel is very expensive to manufacture
1: oh it's it's because the manufacturing is more expensive so then what are they doing in europe
0: because I don't I, think they require that same diesel fuel we require. We went to a new diesel
1: ah, a little okay. while
0: ago called low sulfur, ah. and it's a and it's you know it's so wait a minute. Pollution. Well, hold Versus on a it second. Turns out to be really expensive to make.
1: But is that is that just in California or all of all of America?
0: I think the whole country.
1: So so Europe is not uh, green because in Europe um, a liter of or in the Netherlands I should say a liter of Euro ninety five. Uh, was going for 1.786 euro while diesel was going for 1.448 euro
0: well there's a couple of possibilities i I don't know to start okay well then then onward if you don't know then one Mm -hmm. they may uh because they like using diesel cars and they love diesel in europe they may tax it differently Mm, okay uh, I would doubt seriously if they're not using the same diesel we're using nowadays because otherwise it would be embarrassing. Huh. Like in <laughs> America, it would be greener than well, me.
1: Well, that's why I'm asking. I know that we're not allowed to have – I mean, I don't, in California, you can't even buy a new diesel car, can you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, Not for so. a while, though. You couldn't even buy a diesel car in California.
0: Well, that was because, again, there's a uh, pollution thing. People don't maintain them. They couldn't pass the smog requirements. There's a lot of – Right,
1: right, the, the smog requirement. However, the diesel car gets like 70 miles to the gallon.
0: No, the diesel car gets. There's more energy in diesel than there is in gasoline, but it's only. I think no, it's like. 10%. Hold on.
1: I think there's the Volkswagen, Volkswagen mile per gallon Europe. Hold on a second. I'm telling you, it gets like 70 miles to the gallon. No. Okay, hold on. No? The TDI? Here, Volkswagen to launch 68.9 mile per gallon Passat Blue Motion in Europe. That's uh, pretty much almost 70 miles per gallon. Uh, but literally. you cannot buy that car in the United States. No. I'm sorry, that's uh, 57.4 U.S. gallons. Okay, that's uh, wow. What is this? What is it? Where do they have different gallons now? <laughs> it literally. This is very Apparently,
0: funny. Apparently, yeah. There's a, the avoirdupois <laughs> and versus the continental gallon. Okay,
1: but 57.4 miles per gallon U.S. is pretty amazing. And it's a turbo diesel, but you cannot buy that car in America. No, we have to have batteries.
0: All right. Well, it's definitely not seventy, but it's it's a lot, and I doubt it. Okay. Uh, they've they've been lying about all the car companies seem to be getting a pass on on. They've they've set up a new. The way I was told to me, the EPA has set up these new tests for mile-per-gallon approval, so you can put it on the car that you get 47 Mm -hmm. or Oh, they changed the
1: test. Okay, I get it, sure.
0: And the test is really a rigid, kind of crazy test that doesn't reflect anything in real life, and uh, all of these mileages are at least 10 over.
1: Everyone's, uh, I'm looking at the chat room, and uh, okay, Uh, Mr. Oil says it's all about tax and import duty and export duty. Okay. Oh, sure, fine, but I think we're getting screwed. It seems to me if you can get almost sixty miles to the gallon in a turbo diesel, which you cannot buy, and it's my understanding that they actually that they they even make these uh, some of these cars in the United States, but don't put the engine in, ship it off to Europe, and then put the engine in. I mean, it's crazy, and the, and apparently it's because the EPA has some way of testing, and that there's like ten percent more emissions coming out of the turbo diesel, but of course you get you know twice the mileage out of it, so. You know, you're really not, you're actually, you know, polluting less. And, and it seems like, and, you know, it's efficient. I love diesels. I'd love to have, you can't buy a diesel in Texas. It's very hard. It's, it's hard to find.
0: There he goes in his diesel. <laughs> hey, you using biodiesel in that thing, Trump?
1: That's what I like about it. You can pee in Hey, a, you in smell a tank. like a
0: French fry when you're going by.
1: You can, you can, you can urinate in the tank and the thing will work
0: is kind of expensive for a 100 horsepower clunker, but okay.
1: 104. What do you think? My, what do you think the Dodge Ram has left in it? It's about like 60 horsepower. There ain't much left in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you hit the accelerator, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's tuned up. There's just air popping out of every nook and cranny of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, drone nation! Time, everybody! Oh a second. We should probably uh, play a little, uh, little drone, uh, little drone jingle. I haven't done that in a while, so here we go.
5: Drone again,
1: um, very fun as always. You know, I'm watching a lot of C-SPAN. They usually carry the press conferences live um, when it comes to the State Department. Uh, John uh, F. Kerry. Which is the way he signs his name, people. He's such an egotistical nut job, John F. Carey. Just so you think, I'm like a camelot with my big water hood. Uh But in this case, it's a Spokeshole Carney. And a very interesting question from a foreign reporter uh, regarding terror and drones. Yes, ma'am.
3: Um, I send my deepest condolence to the victims and families in Boston. Um, President Obama said that what happened in Boston was an act of terrorism. I would like to ask: Do you consider the U.S. bombing on civilians in Afghanistan earlier this month that killed that left eleven children and a woman killed uh, a form of terrorism? Why or why not?
1: <laughs> so let me get this straight. So you called these two yahoos? who
0: What? We're gonna get more of this. Oh yeah.
1: So, yeah, you know, so that's, that's terror. But uh, does he also consider it terror when a drone strike kills 12 women and children? How would you answer it, John, if you were in the PR business?
6: Yep. Well, I would have to know more about the incident than obviously. <laughs> I, I have no, yeah, I think you should go to the Department of Defense, yeah, Depar- Department of Defense.
1: Yeah. Uh... Oh, breaking news. Stop breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, 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 breaking news. Oh, let's plug it in. Breaking news. Hold on. I'm plugging. Plug it in.
7: If God forbid they had arrived in New York City and gone uh, to Times Square,
0: what are you plugging Something
7: in? For sure, they would have seen an enormous police presence.
1: Bombers plan to attack New York. Extensive
7: networks of cameras that are part oh, of our security God. initiative
0: and which can have Bloomberg's got to get on the news again. Oh, yeah.
7: Movements such as packages left unintended on the street. Oh, this is
1: funny. Let's listen. The
7: investments that we've made in counterterrorism operations, technology, <laughs> and intelligence help reduce the possibility of a successful terrorist strike, but they certainly do not eliminate it. Oh. Nothing can do that. Oh, what should we do? would have been able to stop the terrorists had they arrived here from Boston. We're just thankful that we didn't have to find out that answer. Oh, please. You
1: dickhead. I'm hang him. Yeah. yeah, hang him. Unplugging. There we go. I get some kind of hum. I have to unplug the whole thing. Uh, anyway, so back to drones. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, you want. Because it's very interesting what his answer is, because he takes it very seriously. Uh,
6: would have uh, answers to your questions on this matter. Uh, we have more than 60,000 U.S. troops involved in uh, a war in Afghanistan.
1: Hey, hey, hey! There's a war in Afghanistan! Did you know that?
0: Did we declare that war? I don't remember them declaring the war. I didn't know it no, we well, was declared any wars.
6: Well, let's see. Uh, began when the United States was attacked uh, in an attack that was organized on the soil of Afghanistan by al-Qaeda, by Osama bin Laden and others. And, and 3,000 people were killed in that
1: Oh, okay. oh okay. Ten years ago. Uh,
6: and it has been the president's objective. Uh, once he took office, to make clear what our goals are in Afghanistan, and that is to disrupt, dismantle, and ultimately defeat Al Qaeda.
1: Oh, okay. It's a war on Al Qaeda. I got it.
6: And th- with that as our objective, to provide enough uh, assistance to Afghan National Security Forces. Uh, and the Afghan government to allow them to take over security uh, for themselves. And that process is underway, and the United States has withdrawn a substantial number of troops, and we are in the process of drawing down further as we hand over security lead.
1: Yeah, but is it terror when you kill women and children with a drone? Uh,
6: to Afghan forces. Uh, and it is certainly the case, but I refer you to the Defense Department for details, that we take great care uh, in the prosecution of this.
1: Oh, the prosecution. You see, they're prosecutors now. Uh, of this war. Oh, the prosecution of this war. Oh.
6: Uh, <laughs> and good one. Uh, we are he's very mindful editor. of what
1: our objective. Yeah, it's very good. But then my favorite. And uh, when uh, Rand Paul did his whole filibuster of, um, of the Canon American citizen be droned while having coffee at a cafe, or you recalled this 13 hour ordeal.
0: Yeah, that was just, and it did so much.
1: Now, I think I said that he's not your friend and that uh, he's a distraction. And uh, he and he's no better than any of these other douchebags. And uh, I think maybe I was right.
5: I'm thinking, um, what else can these guys see? I didn't even know they had that ability with a helicopter to do that. But then again, I'm not Werner von Braun here. I'm just an anger. But I'm telling you, then they have the ability to look at me in my home or you in your home or anyone in their home. Now, this was to a desired end, rocked down a bad guy or an alleged but guy, here's right? the But here's the, distinct, here's
8: the distinction, Neil. I've never argued against any technology being used when you have an imminent threat, an active crime going on. If someone comes out of a liquor store with a weapon and $50 in cash, I, I don't care if a drone kills him or a policeman kills him.
1: Oh, okay. That's that is, uh, So uh, if you rob a 7-Eleven, who gives a crap who kills you or how you're killed? As long as you're killed. Rand Paul, shame on you. you can't, this, this is, not, you, this is a, a senator. So you have $50 in one hand, and you're coming out of a convenience. $50. $50. This is the value of life uh, that, that Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky puts on life. $50, and he doesn't care if a policeman kills you or a drone kills you. It doesn't matter. It's all good. As long
0: as you get killed. As
1: long as you get killed. Fuck you.
0: So I have a Rand Paul clip so just to show kind of how robotic he is. He has somebody come up, uh, some government. I think she's one of the EPA or something. He asks her a question to get her to say that she believes in pro-choice because the whole administration is for pro-choice for babies. But she doesn't answer the question quite right. She says, "Yeah, she's for she." They're gonna. He's gonna go on a rant, but she screws with him by saying, "Yeah, she's for pro choice of light bulbs." <laughs> I was
5: wondering uh, if you're pro choice. I'm uh, pro-choice of bulbs. Well, actually, that's the point. And the point is, is that most members of your administration probably would be frank and characterize themselves and up front characterize themselves as being pro-choice for abortion. But you're really anti-choice on every other consumer item that you've listed here, including light bulbs, refrigerators, toilets, you name it. You can't go around your house without being told what to buy. You restrict my purchases. You don't care about my choices. You don't care about the consumer, frankly. You raise the cost of all the items with all your rules, all your notions that you know what's best for me. Frankly, my toilets don't work
1: in my house dude, you you want to kill me for $50? Shut up. So,
0: so there's two things here. One, she says she's pro bulbs and he says she's not and he goes on this he didn't hear a word she said.
1: No, he doesn't care. He doesn't he care. He
0: doesn't care. And then he makes the comment that none of his toilets work. That's bull crap.
1: Yeah. Now this guy is no good. I'm sorry. This is no good. When when you when you start talking like this, you know, guy's no good. Sorry. It's just no good. I care what you say. All right, here we go. Here's an Ask John segment prepared by Miss Mickey this morning. Are you ready? Tell me, John C. Dvorak, what this is. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, this is truly, truly an outstanding product.
0: It's an outstanding what? Product. Mm. What? Product. Oh. You know what she made for me? Uh pancake.
1: Well, she made yes, but this is chocolate-covered bacon.
0: Ah, uh, making <laughs> me sick.
1: <laughs> I and I, I have never tried it until this very moment, and uh, it is really, really good.
0: Well, you better have a, a speed dial for the local hospital. <laughs>
1: Why? It's just chocolate and bacon. Let me try this piece.
0: Hmm. I can't imagine a worse combination for anything.
1: If, if we, um, hmm. It's not, it's not on a stick, mm, but it's kind of interesting. I think if she used sweeter chocolate, it might have been better, but
0: it's very good. Is it dark chocolate or, or
1: 70,
0: 71% dark. Okay. Mm. I think you should use milk chocolate with I that. think so too, But but the
1: combination, I really, really like it. You should try it.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh <laughs> maybe you'll help me gain some weight. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on oh, No Agenda in the
0: morning. A number of people came in to help us out for show 507, Sp- Scott Spencer, Black Knight Sir Scott in Dawsonville, Georgia. Uh, he's working on his another uh, uh, knighthood. Uh, and he says 73, $124.07. Curiously. Hold
1: on a second. If he's double black knight, doesn't that make him a baronet?
0: Yeah, He, has to, he you, wants he, to be. He hasn't said
1: anything. Yeah. You have to put into the, uh, the peerage officer if you want to change your title. So that's how yes, it works. Of course. Here. More emails. Oh, I came the up with a
0: solution for the sheriff.
1: Oh, okay. Good.
0: You're a baron, which means you rule this area. You can, you can assign anything you want to anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you can assign yourself the sheriff moniker.
1: So you can deputize people. You can have like uh, little minions.
0: You're the Baron. You can do what you want.
1: Oh, okay. Well, this
0: is good. So, so, so it's okay to be the sheriff. And so you he, want to call yourself the sheriff.
1: So, okay, got <laughs>
0: Baron it. Sam Young, by the way, in uh, Toronto, Ontario, came in with the exact same amount. Hmm. One, two, four, zero, oh, seven. What's that all about? Let me think. One, two, four.
1: Isn't it the most uninteresting number in the universe? It
0: must be. Yeah. Very uninteresting to look at it. Uh, Gary Yadowitz in Brooklyn, one, two, three, four, five. He says the show's been great lately. Thank you. Sir Jason Stevens in Lost Wages, Nevada, 111.11. 11. Nate Wilson in Charleston, South Carolina, $100.00. And by the way, he's the guy with the Airbnb recommendation who was having some issues, right? And so I told him go Airbnb. Says uh, he had place book within 48 hours.
1: Yeah, we, we
0: donated we're, 100
1: bucks. We're doing Airbnb for our trip to uh, Europe, except for when we're staying with my gangster friend in the south of France.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, Airbnb kicks ass. In Mooresville, Indiana, hundred dollars. Hutch. He's also uh, kilo
1: nine kilo. Juliet November
0: seventy
1: threes. And we'll be and so okay. Uh, stop for one second. So we, if you, we have now hijacked the 33 frequencies on both 20 meters and 40 meters. So even if you Google, uh, 14.033 CW, you basically get everything that I've tweeted. And so now I just leave it on, you know, I go back and forth between both bands, the 14.033 and 7.033. And it's really cool when you're just sitting there, you're listening to noise and all of a sudden you hear beep beep. Beep beep beep, which is ITM in Morse code.
0: It's, in the morning, in
1: Morse code. Yeah, this is this is what it sounds like here. A, a little slower. That's that's a little bit too fast. I, I can't I can't do it that fast. Um, but then you know it's like I'm, I'm like the guys from West Virginia. It's like all over. It's all And then you know, we'll be morse coding back and forth. And then all of a sudden you hear do 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 like is another ITM coming in. I'm telling you, all the cool kids are doing this.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think we're onto something. Okay. Green Thumb Palms, LLC, Fort Collins, Colorado, Niner, Niner, Niner.
1: Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Niner. Yeah, I wasn't ready for the
0: Niner. And he wants a Seshon Wu, if you can give him one. Yeah, we could give him a... Where's the, uh, where
1: the uh, Sean Wu? Sean Wu! And I'd like to give him a uh, Niner, Niner,
0: Niner, Niner. Niner,
2: nine, 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 nine,
0: nine. There you go. Sir Kelly Spongberg in Rocky Mountain, Alberta. Seven 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 seven. We've got a birthday lined up uh, for the later call out. Frank Pugh in Tallahassee, Florida, seventy five bucks. Mr. Peabody in Nack- Natchitoches, which is Nacotish. The Nacotish. Nakotish. <laughs> which doesn't look like it, but that's what it's pronounced. Yeah. Nacotish. Um and the way I pronounce it is the which is Texas. Uh, Nakotish. And he says seventy three seventy three. 73-73, back. Gotcha. Yeah, seventy three, seventy three. that's a good one for all you hams out there. Richard Garrett, Thunder 69,
1: Bay, Sixty nine
0: Ontario.
4: 69.
0: And, of course, we tried to get rid of this, but now we, they came in strong this yeah. week. Oh, really? With, uh, okay. Richard Garrett, um, to keep the streak alive, he says, Daniel Rudin, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, he says, didn't the streak end like a year ago? <laughs> no. No. No, it it almost. If it did. ended, we would have ended it. It almost. What did. happened was there was a debate. Do you remember this?
1: Oh, they mean the big Swazelnuff debate of 2012.
0: Yes. Yes, I shall because have some more bacon while you were. With a, somebody came in with a check. No, no, no. It was a, it was an after midnight 6969 donation that came in like one minute after, and I incorporated it into the show to keep the streak going, and then you bitched about it. Right.
1: So I was. God, that bacon is good.
0: Uh, anyway, uh, Miguel Gonzalez in London, uh, or Gonzales, Gonzalez is the way we'd pronounce that name. Gonzalez. Uh, he says it was good to see us beginning to rehabilitate Cornell West and Slavoj Zizek. Uh, anyway, Mark Cable. Can I, can, I, can I play
1: Cornell if you play Slavov?
0: I don't have Slavo stuff. Okay. Oh, you mean as the voice? <laughs> oh, whatever. I just, I just. Oh wa- yeah, you, you can you do Cornell? I don't know if you, anyone can do that. No, guy.
1: I just want his hair.
0: Oh God! I think you've got his hair. I Mark think the, br- I think the
1: brother, brother Obama, is a war criminal.
0: <laughs> I can barely talk, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> and I think that he should be okay, ashamed. Hey, okay, Cable, and Roberts Bridge, East Sussex, sixty nine, sixty nine. Uh, Jay Plugers <laughs> in uh-
1: Helms. I, it's probably Plüchers, but it, there's only one G, so I'm not sure. Plüchers. No, Pluch, I would Helmand say Plüchers. Uh, Helmond. Helmond, yeah. I, I uh, got into uh, a bar uh, fight. Alexander
0: once. Baseball Academy again.
1: Hey, I got into a bar fight once in Helmond.
0: You did? Yeah. You, a, you what?
1: Yeah, yeah, a bar fight. They, so people, like, ganged up on me and jumped me. It's near Eindhoven. It's the like real criminals there.
0: Huh. The Alexander Baseball Academy says it donated twice, huh. which puts him, I think, high enough we can mention this. For some reason, PayPal wouldn't let him get his comment. And remember a few episodes ago, you talked about Dan Aykroyd being a national security expert and possibly part of the CIA entertainment contingent. Yeah. Well, last night, I saw a very old episode of Family Guy where Dan Aykroyd was a CIA agent in charge of finding Russian sleeper cells. Huh. He thought it was interesting.
1: Hmm. No one else picked up on that. wants I?
0: to give... Uh, Kristen, another D-bag call-out. Oh, okay. We can do
1: that. Douchebag.
0: It's not to call out something. Uh, whatever. These D-bag calls can be rescinded. Eric Olson in uh, Water Valley, Mississippi. Uh, Mahmoud Hamad in Sumner, Washington. Uh Keeping the glorious streak alive, he says. Glorious. <laughs> glorious. It's glorious. It's glorious, the
1: streak. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I think, oh, it's so glorious.
0: Christopher Gray, Grand Blanc, Michigan. Kevin Webb. Sir Kevin Webb, to you in Carrollton, Texas, just down the street. Uh, he, I, we'll figure out what to Most of the people who got their rings, you don't understand what happened to his. Riley Fant in Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, Matthew, uh, he also wants to call it his brother. He's a great guy. Matthew Chamberlain in Goodlettsville, Tennessee, uh, who claims that this is the most valuable show he's ever uh, listened to, and he wants us to give us up some karma, and that closes mm-hmm. out the segment.
1: Oh, okay, so we'll do a karma.
3: You've got karma. 69!
4: 69, dude!
0: Helen Barber in Willington, Perth, actually. She's in Perth, Western Australia. Uh, Tice Browers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You see what Tice did as his message?
0: Yeah, Christina overbooking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so let let me just say one thing. So ING Bank, I swear to God, ING sent an email to uh, my daughter's girlfriend saying, we never received the money. And Chase called me back and said, you know, ING rejected the money. Yeah, but yeah? Didn't you tell us this before? Yeah, but now they're both blaming each other.
0: Oh, I see. They're both pointing the finger. Yeah. So ING says, we didn't get any money. Yeah. And Chase, and Chase, is Chase saying, says, we gave them money, but they didn't want it.
1: Yeah. Chase rejected it on terrorism. Grounds. That's funny, Ty, so I like that. Thank you very much. What does it mean? It means Christina transfer. Remember that was the whole thing that they oh, were like. Over- what it's is it's that, it's what it's does it's that What does that word mean? That you're you're transferring Bruce a
0: terrorist Bruce. terrorist transfer. Bruce, all right, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's code. It's Bruce code Hall for terrorism. It's <laughs> because of the best podcast in the universe. Um, Barclay wants to thank Mike Snyder, Barclay Hankel, Smithers BC. Uh, Von Glitchka, Salem, Oregon, fifty-five bucks. Uh, Jeffrey, Sir Jeffrey Gerlach, in over here in Alamo, fifty-one fifty. Neil Emery in Vicer, w- 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 Idaho. Uh, William Smock in San Diego, California, fifty-fifty. Just because. Jeremy Falk in Muna, Yucatan. Uh. And Michael Hassenkamp in Santa Clara down the road from me. Dick, Nick Barnes, uh, North Canton, Ohio. Bradley Walker, uh, Russ Goulding in Wheeling, Illinois. And we've got a lot of these 50s here today. Uh, Joaquin Mons, uh, Bueno in Valencia. Keep an eye on Madrid. Uh, tomorrow There will be a demonstration at the gates of Congress, and things might get nasty.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that'll be all over our cable news. They're all over in the Madrid situation.
0: We're to, that's why I need a box in Europe every somebody. <laughs> yeah, you, Cause cause... We, won't, we won't hear this ever. No. Monica, good old Monica Lansing in Drayton Valley, Alberta, 50 bucks. Uh, and Stolu Stolowski. Stolowski. And Calgary, and Kyle Bauer, one of our buddies from Parts Unknown Fifty. That includes. That concludes. I'm sorry. Our five oh seven. You one got.
1: You got producers. Kyle. You got
0: Kyle there. I'm sorry. You got no, Kyle. What? Kyle Bauer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Done. Well, thank you so, very much. Actually, go to you know, na and because we always have, we, our Sundays have been dreadful. Yeah. Uh, why is that? I, mean, should, I, yeah. I have my theories. I think I don't think people are listening to the Sunday show. Really? I think we're heading towards summer, and people are thinking of going out on the weekends. It's, the weather's nice. Oh, hold on a second, then. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, let me get my stick. Get your
1: stick. Get your stick. Are you, are you doing it? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Screw you. No good weather. Rain. Rain everywhere. By the power of Greystoke,
0: I give you rain. There you go. Right, good work, John. Good work. Uh, more effective than yours. Yours is running out of steam. No, mine has been These doing are great. only good for so many pulls, you know.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. hey
5: In the morning.
1: Okay, a little off there. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, of course, our uh, monthly uh, subscribers and donors. You know who you are if you're a boner. Uh, step up to the plate and uh, at least hop on uh, one of our uh, smaller monthly amounts. Dvorak.org slash NA is where you can find all of the different ways you can support this program. Truly, it is the only way we can make it work. Um, and if you like the Sunday show and you do listen, then, uh, you know, support us uh, for the upcoming. A program. Thanks, of course, to our uh, executive producers, uh, Sir Chris Jacob, uh, who I guess now will become uh, a a baron. Uh, Michael O'Grady, who's about to be knighted, uh, random hillbilly, uh, and then our associate executive producers, uh, Heather Aronson, uh, Dame Heather Aronson uh, Aronson, and uh, Jonathan uh, Rose along with the Alexander Basketball uh, Academy. Thank you all so much for your support of the best podcast in the universe. slash na. Say happy birthday to a couple of good friends of the program. Sir Kelly Spongberg congratulates his wife, Dame Andrea. She turns 30 and we uh, would like to see pictures. Happy birthday, Dame Andrea. And our buddy, Sir 19-inch rack, Void Zero, Mark Celebrates his 29th birthday today, and he is uh, celebrating uh, in the data center, working on uh, ensuring you can receive the best podcast in the universe. Thank you very much on behalf of uh, John, myself, and of course uh, your colleagues, uh, Mr. Oil, uh, Sir Gitmo Slave, and, the enti- and, uh, and Sheriff Gene, of course. The entire cast and characters here on the No Agenda Show! Yes, Okay, we got a couple of titles to take care of. So first of all, we'd like to uh, recognize uh, the following uh, changes. As uh, Sir Chris Jacob, as Jacob, no S. God, I know how much he hates it. Uh, He's becoming a baron, so uh, I'm going to make him the baron of the armory. If he wants to pick a, uh, a physical location, he's more than welcome to get back to us. But you had already asked him, right, what he wanted?
0: Yeah. I did. Okay. You'll g- get back to
1: us. Good work. And uh Sir Geoffrey Gerlach uh, also becomes uh, a baron. And uh, do we know his uh, protectorate? No, not yet. Okay. And doing uh no, well, okay. Well, we it's kind of good to know people if you're going to be a baron, but
0: well, they didn't even say they wanted to be a baron.
1: Well, he must have.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I mean, it's on the list. I didn't make it up.
0: Okay, well, he didn't say where he wants to be. You know, they don't have to. The, what's the rush? <laughs> because <laughs> no, there's Oh, no God, rush. I get You Well, in some cases, there is a rush because it's going to be well, know, up by somebody else. Exactly.
1: You know, it's like other people are going to grab the land, you know. You, you don't want to have to they get a subdivision, like a freaking lot if you're a baron. Anyway, uh, let us uh, – right, what are you – Do you have? Your, did you even bring your sword to the program today? I got it right here. All right, okay. Michael O'Grady and Heather Aronson, step forward, please. Both of you have supported uh, the No Agenda Show, best podcast the university, the amount of $1,000 or more. In fact, uh, Heather, 33 cents over. Thank you very much. Highly appreciated. So I hereby pronounce the Sir Michael O'Grady, Knight Paladin, and Dame Heather, Knight and Dame of the No Agenda Roundtable. For you, I've got... Depending on what you prefer, hookers and blow, rent boys and Chardonnay, hot pants and booze, wenches and beer, Rubeness women and rose, gushes and sake, vodka, vanilla, bong hits and bourbon, sparkling cider and escorts, mutton and meat, and long haired heavy metal guys and scotch. And thank you for your support of the program. You, of course, will be in the credits uh, at uh, uh, 507.nashownotes.com.
0: And, you know, and we, people have to realize that we ask for this sort of support so we don't have to pull the kind of crap that they did uh, recently on ABC. What was that? Well, and I tried to track down how this happened.
1: Oh, I see. see. Okay, I didn't see. Okay, right? Yes?
0: Yeah. And now, wait, wait. Let me just give you a little background. This is the the Nightline show that... Which is uh, a
1: news program, correct?
0: It's a news program. And it used to be, you know, a breaking news program. It used to be a good news program. But no, here we have a puff piece, a seven to eight minute puff piece. I only have a couple of clips from it. On Taco Bell, <laughs> as though this was news. Wait a minute, do I play
1: top news on ABC first or what do no, I no, do?
0: Play Taco Bell one. one. Okay. Drive
2: down any major thoroughfare in America and it won't be long before you spot a Taco Bell.
3: The fast food mega franchise known for its iconic talking Chihuahua commercials and forays into dishes as daring as they are delectable.
1: Whoa! Forays is dishes as delectable as they are de to aloo.
2: In a country fueled by fast food reimaginations of classic cuisine, ABC's John Schiffen gets a first hand look at an American company causing
3: quite a stir.
8: They could be screaming for a boy band. But instead, they're screaming for, of all things, a
0: taco.
1: Wow. So is is this uh, like the upfront? Did did Taco Bell promise a a huge
0: huge buy? I I have a a second clip. Wait, wait,
1: hold on. I I need to reframe this for my brain because have smoke coming out of my ears. This is Nightline. This is a news program. And you're telling me that this is a segment that is about the fandom of Taco Bell, the taco restaurant, which yeah. includes thirty percent other stuff,
0: right? Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. Now, this that, as a, it was, a, I think it was the longest segment on the show. As a matter of fact, uh-huh. and I, I, I may, they may have opened the show with this. But here's the deal. Here's the way. Here's the way I perceive how this evolved. For one thing, there's a lot of Taco Bell material on uh, ABC. If you do some research into their news site. And I and I think this has to do with a long time deal that was done between Disney oh. at their parks and Taco Bell places. Right. So it starts. So this particular thing, I believe, was a make good for Taco Bell of a, a fluff piece.
1: Did they have a? Was there like some kind of? Did someone screw something up?
0: Diane Sawyer did a, a piece, she just did a kind of a mentioning that Taco Bell had a salmonella outbreak. Oh, no. Like a few
1: weeks earlier. Oh, no. What, do we have proof of this?
0: I. It's on, yeah, well, the proof is in the, if you do a, a news search on the ABC News site, it's right there. It's Diane Sawyer News, that news night, the salmonella outbreak, at from Taco Bell. So that's, I mean, it's not hard to find that. I don't have a clip, but they, uh, I can imagine the way the meetings went, though, and you can too. Oh, being yeah. In the oh, one yeah. Time, hey, uh, you know, this was uncalled for. We've been doing business with you guys for this many years. You know, Disney, we got a special deal with Disney. We got our stores here and all over the place. We really found this was offensive. It wasn't even accurate. You didn't do a good job. It made us look bad. Hold on. Let's advertise. We spend $20 million a year advertising on your network with oh, this. Oh, no,
1: there's more than that. It's I think it's more than $20 million.
0: Well, yeah, it's probably uh, Tons. I mean, we could get those numbers, but whatever the case is, it's millions. And so, you know, what do they have? So, what do they, look, we'll make it up to you guys. We'll get. And it was mostly about how great the CEO is. <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: Well, like, gee, that's or, a giveaway.
0: But the CEO's on there saying, "Yeah, we're a great company." And then they had a. a they then they did this little f- part, which is on part two, where they where they, there were cameras and they sent a gr- crew. In the middle of nowhere to to film this little bit so they could extol the great virtues of Taco Bell uh, uh, with some community out in God knows where play that part.
8: The rollout of each new menu item now comes with a side of social
1: media marketing. A side of
8: social media marketing! Using sites like Facebook and Twitter to create a buzz. Okay, folks, here is a doozy. When the tiny town of Bethel, Alaska was tricked into thinking Taco Bell would finally open up there. Just so the town wouldn't be disappointed, Taco Bell flew in a truck of tacos.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you listen to Diane.
3: ...outbreak at a popular food chain, but we did not know about it. It first happened three months ago. The name of the restaurant chain was withheld. Today, we learned it was Taco Bell. So why was the information withheld? It is raising questions about transparency, your right to know, and government secrets. ABC's chief investigative huh. correspondent, Brian Ross, has been looking into it for no,
1: us. No, no, I'm telling you, there's something else going on here. This is the typical fight between the newsroom and the ad sales department. This, to me, sounds... Oh, yeah, well,
0: this goes on constantly, but why yeah. is the, why do they knuckle under at Nightline? Well,
1: duh. I mean, the, the, for the reasons you just stated. Hello. 20 million dollars we spend on this freaking network do you know that david letterman is ready to get on his nose and uh, on his knees and blow me for that kind of money he's he wants to do the top 10 reasons for taco bell for five weeks straight and i get this from diane and sawyer that drunk
0: bitch that's how the meeting went. that's the way the meetings go that's how the meetings go yeah and that's why the new the whole system's corrupt And that's why we have to ask people to support the show directly. Exactly. So we don't have... Because we'd be susceptible to it just as anyone else is on any other of the commercial networks. And that includes, you know, the guys who sell seeds. (laughs) Speaking of seeds,
1: uh, wow, where was this? Uh, This was uh, interesting. Um, The UPOV, um, which stands for... Hold on a second. got to take a look at this. These guys, they're, they're, they're basically taking... A, Monsanto is taking over the seed business in Africa. i n t. Here's the story. Uh, Africa, around 80% of seed comes from local and community-saved seed resources. The seed is adapted to local conditions. Of course, that's the way it used to work everywhere in the world. You would have seed banks forms an integral part of community food security, agriculture, and integrity. This entire traditional system is now under threat. A a broad front of commercial interests, aided and abetted by the World Bank, the American Seed Association, and government agencies, along with front groups, academics, and so-called philanthropists, are endeavoring to alienate this crucial Resource. and it Oh, is, I
0: love this site. <laughs> the International Union for the Protection of New Varieties <laughs> of Plants.
1: Let me give you their mission statement. Uh, <laughs> to,
0: New <laughs> varieties, meaning genetically engineered yes. dangerous plants. Uh, in other words, Monsanto.
1: to provide wow. and promote an effective system of plant variety protection with the aim of encouraging the development of New varieties of plants for the benefit of society. (laughs) Hold on, we gotta do that differently. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to UPOV. We're here to promote and provide an effective system of plant variety protection with the aim of encouraging the development of new varieties of plants, all for the benefit of society. resume your normal activity isn't this great
0: this is, this is kind of interesting this began some time ago there's a old there's a pdf file here it says uh came into being with the adoption of the internet we should look into this we have to do a little research the adoption of the international convention for the protection of new varieties of plants by a diplomatic conference in paris on december 2nd yeah. 1961 yeah now this is all part of agenda 21 this has been around for a long time this is a point at which there was recognition of the rights of plant breeders on an international basis. <laughs> plant <for it. laughs>
1: I have a right as a plant breeder to breed new varieties for society.
0: Oh yeah, this has a lot of uh, Agenda 21 written all over it. That's good it. stuff, isn't it? I love Yeah, it. this is a winner. Yeah, I love it. I th- I thought it was pretty cool. All out know? of Switzerland, of course.
1: Oh yeah. Well this is all UN and uh it's nothing else new really. Hey did you catch the whole um the whole Al Qaeda thing, uh from the Al Qaeda from uh Canada?
0: Oh were they were they did Canadians decide to get back in the news uh yeah, <laughs> by, yeah. By arresting some guys out of the blue. Yes. Yeah, that good. one
2: yeah, it was good. And in the midst of this Boston story came another one late this afternoon, another terrorist plot, unrelated, troubling nonetheless. This one's been thwarted. It apparently targeted passenger trains, thwarted. routes from the US to Canada among the potential targets. NBC's Stephanie Gosk has been working this story on... Potential all targets. Okay, Stephanie, good evening. Hello, Stephanie. Good evening,
4: Brian. Well, the two suspects are not Canadian citizens, but have been living in the country. <laughs> They're accused of planning to derail a passenger train oh. near Toronto with guidance and direction...
1: Derail! Not blow up, no, derail. What are they, like, put pennies on the track?
4: From al-Qaeda elements in Iran. Al-Qaeda. NBC News has learned from both U.S. and Canadian authorities that trains originating in the U.S. were among those scouted as possible targets. The investigation called Operation Smooth has been ongoing for the last year.
1: Operation Smooth. John, operation it's Operation Smooth. We, we're going on for a year. Only coming to light. Anything. Yes, only coming to light now.
4: With help from the FBI and the U.S. Department for Homeland Security, Canadian authorities emphasized today that the plot was still in its planning stages and the public was never in any imminent danger, but that these two suspects had both the capacity and the intent to follow through.
1: Oh. How do they, they know that? They, oh, how do they know that? Oh, because... Before it's a crime... It's pre-crime. Intent, intent. It's a big tent. So you're
0: everything's about pre-crime now.
1: That's right. Oh, not just pre-crime. Oh my goodness, I found a great. Remember we talked about this? Uh, pre-diabetes.com. Yeah. I, I didn't even know there was a website for it. I didn't either. Oh, because you remember one of our doctors said, oh, they, you know this pre-diabetes thing and. Uh, and there's a website. I think it's prediabetes.com. I think
0: everybody's pre-diabetic.
1: Huh? Of course you are. Yeah, pre-dia uh, prediabetescenters.com, but preventnow.com. I think that's the one that it is. Preventnow.com. Let's see what we can prevent. Oh, boy. An innovative 16-week program designed to help you lose weight and avoid diabetes. <laughs> well, Yeah. You're going to avoid diabetes by killing yourself, I guess. Join a small handpicked team of people just like you. Get one-on-one health coaching to guide you along your path. Don't get diabetes. That would suck.
0: So go back to this other clip. Okay, so wait, no, I got a second clip. No, no, but but give me the, what was the Operation Smooth again?
1: Oh, they were tracking these guys, but they were tracking... No, them.
0: wait wait a minute. See, now I'm reading a Russian report, and it says after the capture, they claim they got their training from Al-Qaeda, the two men. Yes. They called the plot Operation Smooth.
1: No, I, I missed... No, I heard it differently. I heard Operation... No, S- that's
0: what I heard, too. I thought it was like the the, the, the Canadian scheme was Operation yeah. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. These guys, the Russian... Interpretation would know the plot was called. No, so now no, no, Now we have a, no, a discrepancy. No,
1: no. no, but but so well. Here's a here's the 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 Canadian uh, news.
7: We learn more today about the two men arrested by the RCMP in connection with an alleged terror plot against a VIA train.
1: And tonight, CBC News has also learned more about the overall investigation and the connection to Iran. And I have to say that a lot of the Canadian. Uh, uh, online media, certainly, but some other mainstream are calling this, the RCMP out as incredible douchebags Douche for this clear bullcrap story, timing it. But, of course, we get this flows over in the, into, the, into the United States as, oh, the trains were coming to America. And you know what this is all leading to, don't you? Imagine boarding a train in the center <laughs> of the city. No racing to an airport. Across the terminal, no
7: delays, no sitting on the tarmac, no lost luggage, no taking off your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, we'll hold you to that. No weapons of war <laughs> yeah, on the street. To
0: that and shutting down Gitmo.
1: Yeah, no no weapons of war. And, take that uh,
0: to the bank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can take that to the bank. That's true.
1: You can take that to the bank. Um, then, of course, uh, everybody was really, really, really hoping for... Uh, Airplane apocalypse!
2: Traffic jams starting to build up at our airports. Flight delays just beginning to emerge today as those budget cuts in Washington begin to hit home. Now the American people as a whole just might take further notice because now the sequester is responsible for delaying airline flights across this country.
1: Okay, so this was uh, very funny because uh, everyone sent out their, their top crews to go and, uh, and find all the delays... But there really weren't other other than uh, weather delays. Here's ABC's report.
3: ABC's Matt Gutman did some traveling himself to investigate, and he joins us now from Miami. So how did it go for you there, Matt?
1: Hey, good morning, Robin. It didn't go that well. We spent 11... Yeah, I kind of sucked. You know, I couldn't really get the story you wanted me to get. ...hours
4: in airports and didn't really find an airline apocalypse, but all those little <laughs> delays either caused by a shortage of FAA air traffic
1: controllers or by... So, you know, this is what happened. Like, okay, what are we doing for Monday morning show? Uh, all right, it's time. Uh, we got the message in. We're ABC. So we got the message from the White House. It's time. Uh, we've got a meme. Let me see. What's the, what's the meme? Jane? What's the meme? What's the meme? Airplane apocalypse is what the uh, the White House would like us to do. Uh, you, ABC's reporter dude, you go out there and get us an airline apocalypse story. The weather even started to snowball into delays of oh. four and five hours. And he got weather delays.
8: This morning, the sequester is walloping airports again. Walloping! So far, several hundred flights delayed, far less than the agency's prediction of 6,700
4: daily flight delays. But Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood warns ABC News
1: we might yet see an airplane apocalypse. Well, airplane apocalypse. We'll be back next week with more airplane apocalypse. Fail.
0: One of our... Uh producers mentioned that the majority of the of the security at the airports is actually funded by the airports. Is, and it's also part of a tax. Well, this is... Bullcrap.
1: What they're saying, that this is furloughs for the uh, uh, air traffic controllers. is what they're saying. Oh, right,
0: the air traffic controllers.
1: Which, um, I, you know, I, I'm a pilot, um, and I have uh, dealt with air traffic control. Um, you have, at any given moment... You have one person on the tower, um, and, you know, and and it, it literally is one voice that you're hearing on the tower frequency. Now you will have uh, people at different points at approaches, etc. But they're always there. As one person. You don't have like there's not like two people on the tower. You have one person on ground. You know, the, the, there's, there's different, uh, but those are the two main frequencies. Is you've got approach, uh, you've got the tower, the three main frequencies, and you've got um, uh, ground. And ground literally, you know, make sure that you're not crashing yes, into when each you're other. Coming
0: in, but they do pass you off. Yep, yeah,
1: from one to the other.
0: But no, I know. But then there's when you're when you're gone, when you're on your way, you get in, you get these. Guys uh, yes, across yeah, the
1: but they, but it's not like they're unmanned. You see, so I don't understand. Hey, anybody around? <laughs> I mean, so you're telling me you're telling me that the furlough means that uh, they just they just turn off the radio? Yeah. Uh huh. No. Yes. Yeah, I mean. that is bull crap.
0: They turn it off, and you yeah. just have to ad lib. <laughs> just
1: talk to each. I mean, by
0: the peer way, peer to peer, peer to peer, <laughs> peer, man, peer to peer. Hey, uh, United uh, you- Eight Forty Three, are you are you behind me or in front of me?
1: By the way, you laugh, but that is exactly what the next gen system is—is peer to peer. That's what they want. Is they want the airplanes to talk to each other electronically, and you know, and, and have proper like separation. Yeah, it's it's all more of the same. Um, and 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 I will say that um, the airplanes all the time are looking out for each other. When you're flying uh, VFR, you know the tower will basically say, "Well, you've got a guy somewhere up there. He's he seems like he's, he could be 500 feet lower, but you know it could be on your altitude. Keep your eyes open." And then you keep your eyes open. You see the guy. You call back to the tower, say, visual." And the other guy, "Yeah, visual. I got him. Okay. Well, don't bump into each other. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Continue." Now, of course, we're not doing 500 miles an hour at 40,000 feet, but that's actually a lot easier. So, this whole thing that, oh, it's being delayed because of furlough, no. It's either, it's either, it's binary. It's on or off. There is no like middle ground. There is no middle ground. You can't just not man it all of a sudden. Now, could it become dangerous because people are spending uh, long hours and are working longer shifts? Yes. Of course, I mean human error can, can you know, especially if someone's fatigued, can always happen. That's most likely to happen with your pilot, by the way, <laughs> who are fatigued all the time.
0: Yeah, they're wearing them out,
1: yeah. and and make twenty thousand dollars a year hard. to, you know, to, to entry level pilots. So, so uh, bullshit. Sorry.
0: So we have to discuss a, uh, some of the crap that's coming out. We, even though you brought up the one of our producers brought up the 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 drone possibility of blowing up that place in Texas. Yeah. And now there's millions of videos.
1: Yeah, of the FEMA trucks that showed up the day before. Have you seen those?
0: No, I missed that one.
1: Oh, FEMA trucks showed up the day before. And then, of course, you see the videos, which are slowed down and, and, you know, frame by frame. And you see, like, an explosion coming in from the left side.
0: Or it could have been a, uh, a uh, yeah, or something. Plasma? Plasma it could attack? Have been a, uh, a rocket with a fiery tail
1: yeah what do you think
0: well i like the expl. i like the one that's been going around where they have that one frame with the explosion on the left or or whatever it is a flash right which could have been and i i'm not if i'm not mistaken most of the predators and the the drones when they shoot they don't shoot straight they don't fly over something and then shoot down. No, up.
1: no, it's at an angle from a distance, sure.
0: It's got to be a long, and it's got to be an oblique angle unless the thing wants to dip, or it's not like a fighter, you know, where there has got some guy doing fancy maneuvers to shoot and shoot his rockets. So it could be coming in at that angle because that's a low angle. And then it just exploded like crazy, which does make some sense because there was, uh, you know, it needs something to trigger that thing. That wasn't done, that wasn't a spontaneous explosion. I think there was a something that launched so i 'm in on that i 'm good for that
1: well, and remember there was the whole Monsanto lawsuit thing right and, yeah, we, and, we know, and we know that you know the Monsanto guys are everywhere
0: and then we had the the, the barge in Alabama, yeah, which this, also sounds like it was bombed or something because if you play I have a clip The gas this is a guy who was there filming it, and of course the anchor guy's an idiot, and he's <laughs> asking the wrong questions, but it 's kind of interesting to listen to it.
5: Well, I'm the general manager of Fort Condien, the uh, hotel down uh, right off of South Royal Street. We basically have the Carnival Triumph in our backyard, and uh, we were up on a second floor balcony hanging. Um, and, uh, the, the guy lit up in orange and, uh, yellow, and my partner was on one end of the balcony, and I was on the other, and he actually saw the, it looked like the Carnival cruise ship was on fire at first, but then we realized it was a little bit farther from the ship, but it sounded like, uh, you know, planes above you dropping bombs when it first went off. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: All right, Alan, uh, we can see these intense flames as you're talking here. Uh, clearly, this intense was rather powerful. Could you feel the impact from where you were?
5: We could- Feel the rumble on the balcony that we're standing on we could hear it and as soon as it went off i was sitting in a chair and he was standing and i stood up and i didn't know what to do because we were on the second floor and didn't know to you know if it was so close or you know one of those shocking moments you don't know really what to do um after we figured out what it was, I ran down to the riverfront um, by the Convention and visitor Bureau, and uh, I was on the top of the stairs taking video um, for you guys, a chastity bird, when uh, the second explosion went off, and I saw everything. Now, could you could you feel the concussion or feel the heat from
2: this?
1: Um, so, I have this clip too, and I just wanted to thank. Uh, uh, all the producers who who um, send in stuff like this, this is not covered. I have not seen this covered at all, uh, because of course, you know, we need to have Bloomberg standing on his stack of phone books to talk about uh, how New York was a potential target and all be afraid. Um, but the, but when I saw this, the, what was the first thing? And we just finished Rubicon, and the premise of and also, <laughs> right, I
0: thought the same thing.
1: Right, so the, so I didn't mention this before. Another spoiler. Okay, good. Um, uh, in the final episode of Rubicon, they've been tracking down, you know, uh, this guy who's been setting off explosions and it's you know, and so it's all been for a reason for profit. And he decides to sink a barge in Galveston, Texas, uh, because that is the gateway. Uh, for oil a choke point the choke point yes uh for oil in america and uh, and and i'm like wow you know so here here's a liquid natural gas barge that has been bombed as the guy just said i heard the planes go over by drop the bombs oh <laughs> well, let's just ignore that um and and i'm like wow that's you know it's a total uh, it's a total rubicon plot i don't i don't i mean i don't know what uh i don't i don't think that uh that this is... Where was this again?
0: Uh, mobile, Mobile, Alabama, I believe. Right. Well, I'll tell you... A I lo- don't know what the deal is. You know, and the- it's not being covered very well, and that's, that's the end of it. So
1: last Sunday, uh, the, the Chertoff group uh, sent out an email, and they had at least... If, if it wasn't Chertoff himself, they had a representative from every... from. From the Chertoff Group on every single Sunday um, news show, and they sent out an email, uh, 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 one of those company promotional email blasts, to say, "Look at look how good we are. We're on every single show."
0: No, we should have figured out who the PR agency was that pulled that off.
1: Uh, it was internal, I think. Uh, this was yeah, for- bull. <laughs> what do you mean, bull? There's no way. Yeah, yeah. No, I have I have a copy of the email.
0: No, I'm sure the email is internal, but I, there was somebody behind it, and they were on one of the big agencies. There's no way the internal guy can pull that off. It's impossible.
1: Mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. Chernoff Group is no,
0: no slouches. Yeah, I know, but it's all part of a quid pro quo. If you're WPP or one of these big agencies, right, right, you can right. really pull a lot of – you can make everything happen at once. True. Yeah, you could dick it out, you know, and every once in a while you get on something. But if you get on all this – Stuff at the same time, like bang, 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 like that woman did with "Lean In," the book. Right? There's a big agency. Yeah, no, it. you're no right. There's no way anyone could do that internally. It's just not possible. You're right. You're right. You haven't. Well, I, so I don't think I know. I can find out who the agency is. Oh, it should be should be easy. It's probably on their website. Uh, okay, I
1: mean, you can let's, track down who the person let's was. Let's see. And say, well, that's uh, the where's hired. the Chertoff Group today? It was. It was like it was a real one of those like. Internal company, but they all send it to their clients. Look yeah, how, that's what
0: you do. It's all bullcrap. Look
1: how great we are. Let's see Chertoff Group. Let's just go to Chertoff People Group. Love us. <laughs> we rock headlines. Tune in, watch TCG. That's the Chertoff Group on Fox News Sunday. Meet the Press this Sunday. 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 Sunday.
0: Yeah, this kind of booking is not. It's mm. not. It's non-trivial media. It's one of the big boys. It's probably got to be like the top dogs at Omnicron or something. Uh,
1: it's Omnicom, not Omnicron. Whatever. Omnicron job.
0: <laughs> it's Omnicron or WPP or the other one, the Let's dinky one. See in
1: the news press releases. Maybe it was a press release. Let's see if it was a press release.
0: There should have been. There's some somehow they always get their name snuck in there? They can't yeah. quite. They can't quite keep their name out of it. You
1: know, we're really not paying attention to these guys, and it's all in plain sight.
0: Uh, There's Aiden. You know he's part of the scam.
1: What is the AFCEA? I
0: don't know. Look it
1: up. You look it up.
0: I was going to get the uh, the Chertoff group, Katie Katie Montgomery.
1: What is the AFCEA? What is this? Let me check it out. See what Katie does. AFCEA is Association. What is it? Armed Forces Communications and Electronics Association. Okay, so here's here's how it works. Uh, The Chertoff Group's Paul Schneider has been named the Armed Forces Group for Electronics Association Homeland Security Chairman. The uh, the Honorable Paul Schneider, principal at the Chertoff Group, has been selected. This is Rubicon. This is Rubicon. (laughs) This is how... This is... uh, Yeah, and
0: everyone's making money but us.
1: What was the name of the... the Atlas? What was the name of the company? Atlas? Oh,
0: the... uh, the no, it was something else. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it was Atlas something. Two names uh, Rubicon, Atlas. Yeah, you watch. I'll get it. I don't think it was Atlas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey will know. She, she's
0: good at that. Uh, Atlas. Oh, come on. Uh. Hey, Katie Montgomery is the front person. She actually works at the company. She is a White House, out of the White House. Makes sense. I mean, here she is, the PR woman for the company. Miss Montgomery served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs at U.S. Department of Homeland Security, obviously working for Chertoff back then.
1: Atlas McDowell.
0: Oh right, Atlas McDowell. Yeah. God, it's
1: so, it's so close to home.
0: But she's not the one that did this. There's no way.
1: No, I don't think she did that. She did. It's, it's got to be like. It's one of the big boys. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean everybody they got on everything and Hayden got out there on everything. That's Hayden I think has his own PR person.
1: Oh, that's what we need.
0: Yeah, we do. Well we you know, the people they they try and then they go, these two losers, they, we can't do anything for them. They're like they even be able to do a podcast.
1: They're like no no here's every single person who's ever tried to help us like, you need to stir up some controversy.
0: Yeah, no, like, there's all... Call they, out
1: somebody. Right, it's, no. It's all
0: part of this the scam, and we refuse to play the game.
1: Yeah, that's why we...
0: <laughs> that's why we're the greatest <laughs> podcast in the universe with no money.
1: Do you enjoy your getting by? How's your getting by going, that John? That
0: works for me. We eventually can go get by someplace else. <laughs> all right,
1: well, we're going to go get by... Uh,
0: we'll find out who this, who this operation... Yeah. We'll find out who got all these bookings.
1: And continue... Uh, Well, not just supporting it, but continue bringing in the goods, bringing in the news. I love it. You're sending us stuff um, from all over, and uh, particularly you, yes, you, sitting in that government agency, working for that arm of the government. You're not alone. You are not alone. There's lots of people like you. You're not crazy. And most important, we need you where you are. Stay where you are. Stay calm. And vent through us. It's okay. That's what we're here for.
0: And we asked the question, why the Chertoff Group has also acted as a strategic advisor on several M&A transactions, totaling more than $2.7 billion on deal value.
1: And we'll be be talking about that on the second portion of your biweekly path to better mental health, a fuller life, and exciting and fulfilling sexual relations on Sunday. In the morning, everybody. I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley, where on Sunday we'll also mention the fact that patient zero, AIDS patient Patient zero, was a publicity stunt. I'm John C. Dvorak.
1: And I'm Adam Curry. Talk to you again on Sunday right here on No Agenda. The best podcast in the universe. Dvorak.org slash
5: N.A.